is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want. The number is 855-453. That's 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website, freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features there. We give them to you. So head over to freetalklive.com and get interactive. You can actually create the content of the website by submitting different things to it. All the stuff you see on the front page there, the numbered items that go down the page, those are all submitted by listeners just like you. And maybe it was you. Because what you can do is you can go on uh, wherever website you're, you happen to be, whether it be YouTube or blog or some news site. If you find something that you think is interesting, that you think uh, the rest of the Free Talk Live listening audience will enjoy, you can just copy the link and paste it in and submit it at freetalklive.com. Then others will get to vote as to whether or not they like or dislike your suggestion. The most liked, making it to the front page and the top of the site, meaning more eyeballs will see it. So go to freetalklive.com and get involved. Our number here tonight, 855-450-FREE, as it always is, and it's uh, Ian here with you. And Mark. All right, so we're going to start out, uh, lots of course uh, to talk about, but uh, there's news out of New York City uh, that is an update on a previous story, which I didn't realize was actually happening in New York City. I'm not surprised that it is. We had talked about Philly and how they have what they call stop and frisks in Philly, and that there, last I heard, over 200,000 stop and frisks in Philly Every single year. Uh, do you recall this, Mark? Yeah, I've heard the, you know, I, I know we've talked about it. And essentially, you know, it's, it's a, what appears to be sort of an abuse of the Terry Pat rule, mm-hmm. which is that if a police officer, you know, wants to talk to you or whatever, that he has the uh, ability to pat you down from the outside to make sure that you don't have a, you know, grenade launcher or something like that. That was the idea behind the Terry Pat, correct. Or the Terry Frisk, as it has been called. And... In the case in Philly, they, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty outrageous. I mean, it's just basically a way to target poor people and, uh, you know, blacks and Hispanics and shake them down. I mean, it's, it's just a sh- shakedown operation. Cops literally just walk in the streets, stopping people as they, as they go by. And, and, and by the way, when they're doing these uh, Terry Pats, it's not like they can't say, what do you got in your front pocket? Can you show, can, w- w- uh, I'm going to have to ask you to show me what's in your front pocket. Oh, and of course, most people, not knowing their rights, will go ahead and turn them out. Absolutely. A bag of pot drops on the ground, you're under arrest. Right. So, I mean, you know... Because if you if you feel something that's non-weapon-like, you can't, with a Terry Frisk... Right. Terry Frisk is only search. for weapons. So if they yeah. feel, hmm, this feels like a handgun, then, you know, then, then they're legitimate. Yeah. You know, so for one, they're going after people that may be wanting to defend themselves. And two, it's an opportunity to... You know, find out what's in people's pockets. Big time. Also, not only to find out what's in your pocket, but if you think about it, in a lot of places they have what they call protective custody, which is where if you're drunk on the streets, they can just take you. They don't have to charge you with anything. They just take you and put you in a jail cell. Someplace safe. For a day or two or whatever. And so this, in theory, could also increase the number of uh, PCs that they have, protective custodies, because if they stop you on the street and otherwise they wouldn't have known you were drunk until they talked to you, uh, then maybe that would be a, an, an excuse. Or that you for them smelled to... like alcohol right. and didn't feel like uh, uh, you know, showing them what's in your pocket. So the other news Or here... that you didn't feel like showing them what's in your pocket and your eyes appeared to be dilated. Now, of course, people are rightfully upset about the stop and frisks, but that hasn't stopped them from happening. Uh, in Philly, there was... Uh, I remember there was a video from last year during the Occupy, so it was toward the end of last year, 
during the Occupy Philly, there was a group of occupiers that went to the city council meeting because in a lot of city council meetings, you're allowed like a three minute speech basically mm-hmm. uh, to the council. And they gave a, a fairly – I think it was several of them that spoke and in a, in a group sort of in mass. They spoke against – they did that – what do they call it with the, uh, the human microphone? Yeah, this, the uh, mic, check. mic check. And they so they, they mic checked the city council over the stop and frisk issue. Uh, which you know is a great issue to get behind because it's absolutely outrageous uh, what the police are doing. Of course, the city council ignored them and went on with their business. And the stop and frisks are still going strong in Philly. But apparently they're also happening in New York City. And according to NBCNewYork.com, they've hit an all-time high. The number of so-called stop and frisks is rising. City police officers, this from uh, again, NBC New York, stopped. Uh, city police officers stopped and questioned 684,330 people on the street last year, a record since the NYPD began yearly tallies of the tactic in 2002. It's been going on for a decade. At least they've been tallying it for a decade. And a 14% increase over 2010. It couldn't be determined how many people were patted down during the encounters, according to the Wall Street Journal. So those are encounters. Uh, Right, so it could be more than one person. It could be. Typically, half of the potential suspects are stopped. Excuse me. Typically, half of the potential suspects who are stopped are frisked or searched. Of those stopped last year, about 12% were arrested or received summonses. So that's, what, 75,000 people? So they stopped 684,000 stu- on uh, fishing arrested, expeditions. Yeah, and arrested 12%. So a good, you know, almost 100,000 people got arrested last year just because they were walking down the street, maybe sitting in a park or wherever else it is that they do these, maybe walking through the subway, wherever else it is they do these stop and frisks. Have you experienced this? Maybe you live in Philly or New York City or you work in one of these places or, or you know, you simply went there visiting your family or something and all of a sudden you got a shakedown as you're walking down the street. What was that like? 855-453 is a number here. The civil rights advocates claim the practice of unfairly uh, the practice unfairly targets innocent blacks and other people of color, and that many stops are made without proper cause. Of course, that's the whole point. Well, the, yeah, there is no frisk. there is no cra- uh, cause at all. Right. the 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 cause is you look suspicious. The, the idea was to keep police officers safe with this Terry Pat. You know, hey, this guy could have anything when I talk, need to talk to him about a legitimate uh, mm-hmm. you know, situation here. So then they, uh, you know, they use this, this Terry Pat, to basically stop anybody. They pat them down, and while they're patting them down, they talk to them about what, patting them down, essentially. And then they, uh, they use that pat down to further the situation by saying things like, look, I'm going to have to have you turn out your pockets, uh, but what do you got in this front pocket? Where are you going? Yep. Where are you coming from? Things like that that you know just yep. asking them questions which of course you have no obligation to answer their questions but that <laughs> but you should answer their questions with questions how many kids you got you know and, <laughs> you know whatever yeah so uh, that's just uh, you know that's really all there is here to this story it's just uh, updating folks it's a record high in new york city because what are people going to do about it i mean think about it what, what are you going to do about it can you walk away you i think you can you might be able to. That doesn't mean they won't tackle you and arrest you with, you know, and charge you with some sort of uh, nonsense crime like disorderly conduct or obstructing an investigation or something like that. But in theory, now I'm no legal scholar, but in theory, there's this idea that if it's a contact, and that's all we're talking about here. These are not pullovers. 
Stop and frisk is just on the street. So when you get pulled over, then there's a you know there's a lot of precedent saying you have to stay and talk to you know have to stay at least listen to the cop. You don't have to talk to them. So you have to stay until they give you their ticket and then let you go. But on the street, if the cops stop you, they're usually just stopping you to ask you questions, and they're asking you questions to try to find something to arrest you for. So there's really not ever any reason to stop and talk to the police on the streets. I wonder if they're uh, legitimate in doing their stop and frisk because, frankly, this was a power given to them by the courts. This Terry Pat thing. Mm-hmm. They, you know, they probably didn't foresee this happening in this way. It be this power being used in this way, but I wonder if you have the ability to say, look, I don't consent to your search. Am I free to go? That's what I that's how I would handle this. I I don't have time to talk to you today. Because uh, this is supposed to be about you talking to them. I mean, it's supposed to be you know, they're they're patting you down so that they can talk to you, mm-hmm. not them stopping you so they can pat you down and then talking to you in order to to give it a ruse. I'd be interested to see footage of this. I mean, with over 600,000 stops in New York City alone, stop and frisks last year, Surely someone recorded one of them. I would like to see exactly how this goes down. What what uh, terminology do the police use when they're stopping you? What sort of excuses are they giving people? How are they how are they going about it? So if you've had an experience with this, you know, thankfully this doesn't happen at least not to it hasn't ever happened to me or anyone I know in Keene, New Hampshire. Not to say it couldn't, but just crazy, man. Almost over half a million people. Think about that. What, what is the city of New York? Fifteen million people during the day, or something like that. Stopping them all. It's a huge. It's a huge percentage of the people in New York City being stopped. And we're presuming, uh, I guess, that you know, it says it's six hundred eighty-four thousand people. I, I don't know if that means that there's some duplicates in the in there, like they stop in the same guy more than once. That I wonder about. But either way, you're still talking about a lot of folks. Of course, I wonder if they happen more often in the Bronx and Brooklyn than they do in Manhattan. Free Talk Live. If you want to move to the free state and you're looking for some real estate, well, I know a guy who's really great. It's the Porcupine Realtor. Do you want a home with 20 acres, a lakeside cabin, any takers for renters, buyers, and sellers too? Mark Warden is the guy for you. PorcupineRealtor.com This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up what you want. Free number 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site, so enjoy them. Archives are included. If you've missed a moment of Free Talk Live, that's no problem. They're right there. You can just click and download as many as you'd like, and it's all free over at freetalklive.com. So do head over there and enjoy those. Uh, Once again, that's freetalklive.com. If you're looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear, head over to manventureoutpost.com. That's manventureoutpost.com. They have knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, and boating equipment. Manventureoutpost.com, family-owned, members in good standing of the Better Business Bureau. Some prices are so low, we can't talk about them on the air. So get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL and get it quick from manventureoutpost.com. That's manventureoutpost.com. We were talking about the New York City uh, stop and frisks, which have hit a record high. Nearly 700,000 people in one year's time have been stopped and frisked, and about 10% of those were arrested 
Now, I can guarantee you that probably 90% of the 10% were arrested for things like having a bag of pot in their pocket. Stuff like that. Because that's what this is designed to stop. The New York cops are saying that this is essential to stopping crime. But they don't mean real crime. And they also should know better than the idea that they're going to arrest people is going to somehow stop people from using pot uh, or using any sort of drug. That's never been the case at all. It's stop them from using those drugs. All it will do will, uh, will enrich the police department and the court system. And that's what it's designed to do. It's designed to uh, enrich the government bureaucrats at the cost of your liberty. That's what they're doing here. The idea that you, can, you can't even walk down the street now without being subjected to police search. You might as well be in prison. I mean, shakedowns happen there, too. It's just a bigger prison at this point in well, places like New York. Uh, yeah, you know, there's, there, there's an argument to be made. It's, a better, it's better than prison, but, um, you know, this, this was the kind of thing that they were trying to avoid, I believe, with the Fourth, the Fourth Amendment, Amendment to the Bill of Rights of the Constitution of the United States – the right of the people to be secure in their persons, houses, paper, and effects against unreasonable searches and seizures shall not be uh, violated, nor warrants shall issue, but upon probable cause, supported by oath or affirmation, and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things to be seized. It looks like also that they are doing uh, stop and frisks on drivers. I did go ahead and check YouTube because I had asked prior to the break, there must be some sort of video of these stop and frisks being over 700 you know about 700,000 of them happening surely somebody had a video camera for a couple of them and indeed uh, there has been a lot of controversy about this issue in New York amazingly i have never heard of it in in New York yeah. because we talked about it in Philly previously right. uh yeah it's been going on for over a decade in in New York City and it's just hit a, an all-time high as far as the amount of people that they're doing it to and so if you want to go and see some video footage of this youtube does have it so just search for stop and frisk maybe add New York City if you want New York specific ones. Let's talk to Victor listening in Tennessee. Victor, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, hey. guys. What's uh, on your mind, Victor? That's awesome. <laughs> What's that? Can't believe it. What is what is uh, awesome? I just run across you guys on the internet and oh. uh, really am just jacked about well, uh, your conversation. I am glad but, that you're excited. Uh, what do you want to share tonight? Well, I was I was just going to say that uh, you know here in the uh, great state of Tennessee, um, our, most of our law enforcement officers here they're really excited about the fact that they're able to work with the Department of Homeland Security and the TSA, and uh, they've been able to uh, go ahead and put up random roadblocks on the interstates and and you know make sure that there's no terrorists out there. Uh, Obviously, the interstates here in Tennessee are pretty dangerous. Uh, you have interstate roadblocks in Tennessee? Just to make sure I'm understanding, oh, yes. you have roadblocks on the interstate? Yes, yes. Wow. The Homeland Security and the TSA has teamed up with uh, all the local law enforcement, and, uh, and everyone's all real excited about it. Of course, they get to... Uh, one of the neat things about it is they get to really wear these really neat uniforms. They're all jack booted, look like stormtroopers. Wow! Uh, yeah, I don't trust uh, anybody who tucks. And- I don't trust anybody who tucks their pants into their boots. I mean, that's just a <laughs> it's just a personal thing of mine. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I, I should not have to support government bureaucrats that tuck their pants into their boots. Yeah, no, I I agree hundred percent. It's absolutely ridiculous. And uh, but you know with the mainstream media out here they report it like somehow it's like this glorious thing mm-hmm. that we've been blessed with that we're a test state for uh, 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 prisoner training the new police state yeah 
and it's it's just ridiculous. And well, that's I what the local media has from, to do, uh, Victor. From Georgia, and uh, I can tell you, Georgia is even worse. Well, that's what the media has to do to continue getting interviews with the government guys. They have to basically fillet them on the air. Uh, or else the government people won't give them any kind of, you know, press releases or interviews. And so they're, you know, even though we have a so-called free press uh, in this country, they're still very, very highly controlled simply because of the uh, the incentives that, the you know, the system has sort of set up. Like they want to get an interview with the police spokesperson. They don't want to be snubbed. And so therefore they know that they can only really ask so many hard questions or even somewhat non-softball questions before the, you know, the door is going to close to them. And well, then, and then they edit the report anyway. If they got a if they got a legitimate answer on something, it'd, it'd be edited out. Yeah, the yeah. news people are a bunch of as, cowards. As usual. For the most part, there is the occasional news reporter that will really do like a good investigative report on the government. But as we saw in Miami after that happened, they teamed up with the Police Complaint Center, uh, which is a great organization. It's been around for years that has been basically pulling reverse sting operations on the police, setting them up uh, with hidden cameras and things like that and just making them, you know, allowing them to reveal how bad they truly are. Uh, Police Complaint Center. Right. So what happened was this reporter uh, got involved with the Police Complaint Center, did a great report on how when uh, when you go around to these police departments in South Florida and you and this happens not just in Florida it happens in a lot of places but if you tried to uh, to file a police report like some sort of a complaint against a police officer claim that you have a plain, uh, complaint right they the, the the variety of responses that these people got was incredible sometimes they would be intimidated verbally sometimes physically uh, assaulted sometimes they would be told that they couldn't uh, file the complaint unless they would come back into the bowels of the police department and this is you know ostensibly somebody who was uh, assaulted by a police officer who was complaining. Well, in, in Alpharetta, Georgia, I was arrested by the Alpharetta Police Department for walking through a parking lot, and they gave me a DUI. Good and Lord. I, I mean, I'm just like, you know, I'm walking through a parking lot. I mean, how can you give me a DUI? And I also uh, was not drunk. You know. <laughs> Did you take it to trial? But I tell you what happens is these. Oh yeah, I, we I went straight to trial I mean, as fast mm-hmm. as I could try to get it to trial and uh, did everything I could and was uh, very successful. In fact, I'm grateful I had a a, a good judge that uh, understood uh, the Bill of Rights. So and you Constitution. won. Yes, oh, and, great. And she looked at these uh, people and said, uh, "I dismiss this with prejudice." And and. Uh, it's over, but no. Wait, is with prejudice? Their legal terms confuse me. Is with prejudice where uh, they yeah, can't you know, bring it back? I don't know that much about that, but my lawyer told me that it could never be brought up again. Okay, that's okay. So that must be what. It's with a little versus. scolding too. Hey, thanks, Victor, for the call. Yeah, glad you found the show, and, the, and glad you're out there. I appreciate hearing from you tonight at 855-450-FREE. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. And indeed, all you have to do is search uh, for TN Interstate Roadblocks, and multiple articles come up here about their vi- visible intermodal prevention and response teams, the Viper teams that are out, apparently, on the interstate, stopping people to, from getting where they're going. Free talk. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. 
Talk Live. The toll-free number here is 855 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. Coming up tonight, how to identify a weirdo. <laughs> According to OkCupid, an online dating website, they've, uh, I guess, cataloged some important questions that one first can date ask. First date questions here. Pr- either, prior to first date questions either, or something. Either on a first date or prior to a first date to identify a weirdo. Though, probably prior to the first date, because I would think you hopefully would get a vibe on the, on the first date. Some of date. these questions seem like date questions, not... Uh, not prior to date questions. Well, well, hopefully we'll get a chance to uh, to get to that and maybe get your weirdo stories as well at uh, 855-450-FREE. That's still on the way. Of course, your calls about whatever's on your mind uh, are certainly welcome. That's why we call the show Free Talk Live, because you're free to call in, talk about anything you want, and the show's live seven nights per week. So don't forget, you can also join us over at freetalklive.com. And if you've got a mobile phone, a smartphone, go to m as in mobile.freetalklive.com for quick access to our live streams and podcasts. m as in mobile.freetalklive.com. Like the rest of our website, it's free. Bitcoins are the world's first anonymous digital cash. With Bitcoins, there are no contracts to sign or terms of service to abide by. Anyone can download the free Bitcoin software and be using them in just a few minutes. With Bitcoins, you can send and receive money with no fees anywhere in the world without needing the permission of any bank or government. To learn how, visit WeUseCoins.org. And now, uh, thanks to BitInstant.com, you can have Bitcoins in less than an hour by depositing cash at any major bank. To buy your Bitcoins with cash, visit BitInstant.com. And to find out more about Bitcoins, it's WeUseCoins.org and then BitInstant.com after that to get them. All right, so uh, we continue here with, uh, of course, you and your thoughts are welcome at 855-450-FREE. I don't know if there's much more to say about the stop and frisk besides the fact that it's happening. People are upset about it. but what They ought to be can, upset, about, upset about it. But what can really be done? I, I would presume that with a city the size of New York and Philly both doing these things, I mean, between the You'd two cities— You'd think the N- N- um, NYCU would have taken care of this at this point. Between these two cities, you're looking at nearly a million victims per year of this stop-and-frisk policy— this is a huge wholesale violation of people's rights to to privacy, which obviously you don't have anymore because, well, if you don't stand could up be for terrorists, your rights, that's why. Well, if you don't stand up for your rights, then you're going to lose them, and people don't know how to stand up, and it's hard to stand up against these behemoth, monolithic governments, these humongous governments. Where I mean, in the city of New York, I think I've read that there are three hundred thousand bureaucrats in that city, and that's you know that's the size of that that, that population is larger than most smaller cities. And the average person says to themselves, uh, you know, look. So I got patted down and I'm on my way. Yeah, they wasted five minutes of my time. Why in the world would I, or 10 or 15 minutes, whatever it is, why in the world would I give them hours and hours by trying to fight this? Why would I waste more time on these people? Well, the idea is to waste their time and to stop them from doing this because if more people waste enough of their time, they'll have to stop doing some of these fundraising expeditions, which is essentially what this really is. They're not stopping real criminals here. They're getting guys for pot possession and you know an open container or something like that that's what this is all about and then they're cashing in with hundreds of dollars in the you know on each case into the court system but if people started refusing to take plea deals and loaded up the court system it could change how they enforce things but how likely is that to happen in a place like new york city i just don't i just don't see it it's it's hard to get traction in a big city like that indeed i mean if 
in here in Keene, New Hampshire, it's a small town of twenty five thousand. If you have a bunch of people refuse to obey here and non cooperate with the system, you can make a bit of a dent. But in New York City, you you know you might as well just be throwing stuff. They have up against more the cops wall. than we have in our city. Than we have people in our city. Yeah. How do you deal with that? I you here you can know who the bureaucrats are. You can know who they all are personally. I yeah. mean, it's almost completely possible to have personal relationships with every single one of them. But in New York City, you're lucky if you see the same cop twice. So how do you deal with that? It, it, as far as I'm concerned, places like New York, completely hopeless. There's no chance for liberty to get a foothold there. I mean, I'd love to be proven wrong. I'd love to have, like, liberty all of a sudden explode in a place like New York City. I mean, how awesome would that be to have, like, a city environment with freedom? <laughs> that would be pretty cool. Um, but that's one of the reasons why I moved to New Hampshire is because I don't believe that, uh, that that's likely at all. I mean, I used to live in a city of 300,000 or I guess a county of 300,000, Sarasota County in Florida, which by no means is a small place. It's a fairly well-populated region, probably about half a million people in the, the general metro, and – I never, never once felt like I was making a difference at all. But at least here in, in Keene... Get your picture in the paper once. That's true. I was waving on uh, tax day, holding a honk if you hate taxes sign. <laughs> Back when I had long hair. Uh, but uh, up, up here, you know, you could be the big fish in the small pond, as we mentioned before. You know, when I was at the school board meeting last night for the first time ever... Uh, by the way, I got an emailed uh, compliment from the the chair of the school board saying that. Well, thanks uh, for setting our not setting our school board meeting on fire. Thanks for. Uh, well, I'm not I'm not a violent person. No, no. I mean that doesn't um, mean that they don't think that you are. Well, I don't know why they would have any reason to think I'm violent. Why did they call but the cops she, on you the time before? Who? The school board meeting. They called the cops on me. You oh sh- yeah. Well, they had a cop out there. I don't know who called the cops in that case, but. Anyway, my point being that uh, getting activists together in one location seems like the, you know, the no-brainer solution to this. It's all about numbers. All about numbers. If you've got more activists in, a, in any given area than they have bureaucrats, it's curtains for them. Think about it. Like the school board elections, for instance, around here. There were only 1,600 people in the whole city that participated, which is actually more than I expected to see participate. Mm-hmm. But if you think about the numbers there, how many people work for the school system in this town? Probably a few hundred, I would guess. You think that many? Okay. I, yeah, across all the different schools, all the janitors, all the teachers, everybody that works for the administrators, right. I would say several hundred people probably working for the school, school board. And then take that several hundred number and multiply it by two. Because likely there's a husband or wife involved, mm-hmm. and then add in any ancillary family members like uh, you know grandma or or cousins or wh- whoever. And you're there, sons and daughters, and you've got a thousand. You have solid thousand uh, school board related people, people working for the system, uh, people willing to vote for the system, and then everybody else who comes out to try to stop them from uh, from taking more right. money. Every the few people year. to get run over by them. But ultimately, it is all about numbers. I mean, the, they only have so many people on their side, and whether you, if you got enough numbers you can not only outvote them but you can also non-cooperate them into the dirt i mean either any any activism theory or activism style becomes its maximum effectiveness when you have the maximum numbers yeah it's true because you uh, you know you can grumble all you want but uh when you're ready to do more than grumbling you need numbers 
Right. So that's why we moved here as part of the Free State Project. And I, I know we've talked about it a billion times. We will continue because it's, it's the only thing that works. Because it's the only thing working. working I mean, there's some I other theories out there. I mean, you've got the uh, the Erickson Council yeah. group where you, you're very excited about the idea of hitting the high seas and uh, building a platform of some sort, some sort of boat, a large boat, and, and living sustainably on that. That's an interesting uh, theory. And, I'd, you know, I'd love to see it become a reality. It sounds I'll be watching, Mark, to see how that, Indeed. Uh, that works out for you. But as far as things that are happening right Right now, with people's boots on the ground, getting active in uh, inside politics and uh, getting in active, uh, you know, outside the system as well, and creating media. There's there's nowhere else besides New Hampshire and besides the Free State Project, and you know that brings me to the Liberty Forum, which is coming up here. In my goodness, Mark, uh, we're we're a week away at this point. Yeah, just, just, just over a week. We're, I think, eight days out from the Liberty Forum. But it's not too late for you to get involved. It's not too late for you to come up. Uh, the you know registration hasn't closed down. The event is not a sellout. But there are hundreds of people that will be attending this. If you go to the Facebook group for Liberty Forum, you can see there are well over a couple hundred people that are confirmed and several more that well, are it's, considering coming. I don't think it's ever actually sold out. Um, I mean, it's it's all about uh, you know there have been certain speaking events that have sold sold out at the, the Ron but, Paul thing. Yeah. yeah, but um, you know it's always been very well attended. You know they they don't want to sell out. They want to be able to put every button in a seat that they can. Yeah, and it's a very affordable event. So you'd be able to come up here, spend a weekend in New Hampshire, tour around a little bit, maybe come out to the airport for the next Don't Strip Our Rights uh, Live Free or Dance Party. Party event that's going to be happening that that should be interesting uh which it's by interesting. the way the the uh, don't strip our rights made the huffington post today just so you know and uh, so come together and join with other liberty-minded people and experience new hampshire experience the community that's already here and it's only going to grow over time as more people move here so go to freestateproject.org slash liberty forum and you can use the discount code to save 10 percent, which is ftl 2012 freestateproject.org slash liberty forum discount code ftl 2012 there's more coming up here you can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything this is free talk live Americans are losing their wealth. People are rioting in the streets. For years, the American people have ignored the assaults on our liberty. The book in plain sight, The Disregarded Truth, not only reveals the truth and the deceptive tactics that have caused the decline of our liberty, but also identifies and explains how we, the American people, can restart what was once a free America. It's time to wake up, protect our liberty, and return the government back to its proper role. It's time to know the truth. Order in plain sight, The Disregarded Truth, today at Amazon.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want at 855-453. That's the Sickle CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. All the features there, we give them to you. So head over and enjoy freetalklive.com. Webcam is available there. Cam.freetalklive.com takes you to it. And also the chat room built into the same page as the webcam. So again, cam.freetalklive.com will get you there. Uh, Still to come here, the weirdo questions. Questions that will help you identify maybe someone you don't want to go on a first date with at all. Uh, maybe you're doing online dating has become very, very popular these days. Uh, okay, Cupid is going, to, is going to supply us with some of these suggestions here in a short bit. Our number, uh, once again, is 855-450-FREE. As we continue here, you can, of course, bring up absolutely anything. Now, come, also coming up here, we're going to wait until the second hour of the program to talk about uh, what happened with our new station that I don't know if we can 
I guess we can probably announce it. I mean, we are technically on. I heard the show last night. Uh, but we've got a brand new station, and there's a little bit of drama that surrounded Is why. the contract signed? Well, they already had a contract with us, so we just modified the, okay. the original. But is it uh, modified? Well, the, we're we're so easygoing, Mark. You know, we I'm just asking. The, the way Free Talk Live does does business is real easy. Sure. Like, if a station wants to take more Free Talk Live, all they have to do is just send an email to me Absolutely. and say we're going to take more. So okay. I mean, that's that's it. Uh, so no, there was no like p- paperwork that okay. transpired. I'm just, I, I'm just asking if right. that's how you do it. I don't know how you do nah. your end of it, and I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. When it comes to servicing customers like Free Talk Live does, you're absolutely right. Yeah. We try to make it as easy as possible. And that's what this if is... they want to carry us, they can carry us. If they don't want to carry us, they don't have to carry us. Right, and that's what this is going to be all about is uh, the customer service and how one particular talk show host who's in competition with us just did a terrible job. Uh, 855-450-FREE, though, is the number here. Other news internationally, Canada, things aren't looking so good uh, for online freedom in Canada. So it's not just the U.S. where things like SOPA and PIPA and other uh, just destructions of internet privacy are being wiped. Uh, you're, well, the U.S. Attempting is, the, the, these, the internet uh, intellectual property uh, behemoths out there are using the United States as a hammer to work other countries uh, you know, over. I mean, like they, they have to follow their rules, essentially. According to the news out of Breitbart, Canada's government on Tuesday introduced a bill, it's yesterday, introduced a bill to give law enforcement authorities sweeping powers to probe online communications. And, oh, my. Uh, yeah. Justice Minister Rob Nicholson told a press conference that new technologies provide new ways of committing crimes, making them more difficult to investigate. The legislation will enable authorities to keep pace with rapidly changing technology. Well, I don't know if I believe that much about it. I I highly doubt that the government people can ever keep truly keep pace with with the, the tech sector like. They just move too fast. There's there's no way that the government can ever catch up with uh, with the technology world. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that you and that you or I can catch up with the technology sector either, and we may be lagging along too. This is true, and that doesn't mean that the government won't hurt people uh, as they do it, this. Email process. is what twenty or thirty year old technology. It is. It's uh, and there's nothing, you know. It's like sending a postcard, not like sending a letter. Opposition parties and civil liberty groups, of course, said that new police powers contained in the bill could result in unreasonable searches and seizures. Privacy Commissioner Jennifer Stoddard, whose office is independent from the government, said in a letter to the public safety minister last October she had deep concerns about the proposed changes, which she said could have serious repercussions for privacy rights. She said, I recognize that rapid developments in communication technologies are creating new challenges for law enforcement and national security authorities, but that the Internet cannot be a lawless and that the Internet cannot be a lawless zone. But she says, by expanding the legal tools of the state to conduct surveillance and access private information, and by reducing the depth of judicial scrutiny, this bill would allow the government to subject more individuals to surveillance and to scrutiny. And furthermore, it goes far beyond simply maintaining investigative capacity or modernizing search powers. Rather, it adds new significant capabilities for investigators to track and search and seize information about individuals. So here's what they're doing. The legislation would require telecommunication service providers, or ISPs, to set up systems that allow the police or Canada's spy service to intercept... Oh my God. Yeah. That's creepy. To uh, intercept communications... Usually these, uh, the, these organizations have enough uh, uh, decorum to not call themselves spies. Like the CIA, Central right. Intelligence Agency... Uh, in this case, to intercept communications as part of their investigations as well, they would be required to provide subscriber information to authorities and other data that would allow police to track suspects using a cell phone or computer. 
uh, Parliament insisted, or the well, the agent that put this forth, uh, insisted the newest draft of the bill balances law enforcement needs against privacy rights. Sure it does. Because yep. you believe the politicians when they tell you that crap, right? Oh, don't worry, uh, everybody. We, we've got your privacy rights in mind here. We're going to balance it. Which means, of course, they're suggesting that there was too much privacy before. <laughs> and so now they're going to balance it out by destroying some of it. Right? Yeah. Isn't that basically the code here? That's what they're saying. Yeah. Please don't listen to – these people are so full of it. And they have no interest whatsoever in your privacy. And the only reason why SOPA was stopped, as it was, was because of a huge outpouring of uh, Internet action and activity that happened in tandem with, uh, with that process. But I saw a headline recently saying that SOPA was slipped secretly into some other bill. And I don't have that story uh, pulled up in front of me at the moment, but uh, you know, it's, it's – Wouldn't it's surprise gonna, me at all. Right. It's going to come back. It's, it's only a matter of time. Before they they put the same thing in some bill called like the Saving Children of 2012 Act. Yep. And then all the same provisions will, will you know sail through the Prevention of Child Pornography Act, and they'll just slide it right in there. Because think about it from this perspective, and I know there's some economic term for this, and I I don't recall what it is, but it's uh it's a cer- there's a certain provision that suggests that the government can continue to assail liberty and it costs them nothing basically like they don't you know, they're getting as much money as they need from people they can print it out if they if they need to there's no shortage of cash for the government so it doesn't take any more real effort on their part to change the name of sopa or whatever other freedom destroying legislation and put it into some other piece of legislation public choice is that the term you're talking about i don't know okay. well let me describe it and then you can tell me if i'm if i'm right about that uh but as far as the opposition is concerned, those of us who love freedom and who enjoy the internet freedom and other freedoms that, uh, that we still have, who want to, uh, say, not have this new encroachment upon our liberties, have to mobilize. You know, we, we've got to stop our jobs, stop yeah. doing things that are important to us, spending time with our families, uh, leisure time, all the things that we enjoy doing. We've got to stop all that. We've got to get active. We've got to take down our websites, put up blank sites. We've got to spread the word, do networking. I mean, there was a lot of time and effort. Probably, you know, hundreds of thousands of hours were put into stopping SOPA sure. uh, collectively across the entire country. And those are hours that people could have been using to you know, do Enjoy whatever their they life. Would, or to work or, and yeah. produce something. Right. So, so in order to stop it, thousands upon thousands of hundreds of thousands of hours had to have been spent, maybe even millions of hours had to have been spent in order to just, to just stop one piece of legislation from being on the table. Yep. So the question is, how many more times can they bring this forward? And how many more millions of hours are people going to be willing to pour in to try to stop it again and again and again? I mean, how hard is it for them to wear wear people down? How, or how easy will it be for them to wear people down? How many more times will it be before finally folks are just like, God, I've got to go back to work? That's public choice. Is it public choice? Yeah, you can go see the video at learnliberty.org. Uh, Professor Ben Powell, friend of mine, mm-hmm. um, it's the, the video is called Public Choice, Why, po- Why Politicians Don't Cut Spending. Mm. And, you know, it's, it, it, it's exactly what you're saying. It's their job to create legislation. It's the job of the bureaucrats to uh, back 
larger legislation, and it's your job, quote-unquote, as the public to take off of time from productive work and go and leave your families in order to fight these people in their ever-growth of government. And, you know, the suggestion with a republic was that, uh, you know, it's a republic, man, madam, if you can keep it, was that you would have to, that a vigilant populace would have to keep the government from growing, because the founding fathers knew that a government itself would grow. But, this thing's like a snowball. People don't have time for vigilance. They're so damn busy paying taxes. I saw this for you know in person last night when I was at the school board meeting, and no one else was there except for myself and well, Kelly Voluntarist, who were actually non-city employees or school board contractors. And don't forget that uh, you know the way that the winner takes all system is is operated. Essentially, you know, there's a winner and a loser in, in elections. Fifty fifty one percent. It 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 incentivizes a two party system. So therefore, on just about every issue, you have half the public that's uh, not a, that's against you too so you know the government is going to ping pong back and forth left right um until you know they are just gigantic right on both sides they're going to be they're going to be terrible on civil rights and they're going to be terrible on fiscal rights toll free number here 855-453 the SACL cai toll free line you can bring up anything that you want and take control of these airwaves coming up the creeps uh, the creepers no we're looking talking about uh, weirdos that's the weirdos and creepers i guess uh, how to identify them if you're doing the online dating or maybe if you're just meeting somebody for the first time for some coffee. What are some questions you can ask to out the weirdos and hopefully avoid that second date? We're coming up. This is Free Talk Live. Bring up anything. Our two. Fallen Angel Toys is a tasteful company for adult desires and fetish fantasy. Thousands of items. Vibrators, literature, blindfolds, lubes, and more. Great for bachelorette parties or serious lifestylers. We're a family-owned business with new specials every week, discreet packaging and shipping, and safe, secure checkout through PayPal. Use code FDL at checkout for 25% off your first time. No minimum purchase required. That's FallenAngelToys.com. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into the second hour of the program. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything that you want. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com and enjoy the various features you'll find there. In fact, you can control the content of the site, add things to it, news articles, YouTube videos, fun stuff, whatever you find online, you submit the URL, other listeners vote, and the most voted up make it to the front page and the top of the website over at freetalklive.com. So we're going to give you a little bit of inside radio here uh, tonight, a little peek behind the curtain of the business uh, to explain to you how not to treat your customers. Uh, and what we're going to share with you is a series of uh, of emails, one particular email of interest, but a couple of different emails flew back and forth between the program director of WSPD. And by the way, welcome to listeners of WSPD. Uh, you guys have been listening to Free Talk Live now for a few years on Saturday nights, uh, and we're proud to announce that WSPD, which is a, a fairly popular clear channel uh, talk radio station oh, yeah. in, in Toledo, Ohio, is now taking Free Talk Live weeknights. Now, they are delay broadcasting the show, so those of you hearing this are hearing it a couple hours after we've spoken it, if you're in Toledo. 
But some free talk live is better than no free talk live, and we're glad that you're out there listening. Uh, if you want, if you're in Toledo or in any other market in which you're not hearing our show live, seven to ten p.m. Eastern time, those are our live hours. Uh, you can always call during those hours. So you can call during the hours that we're live, and then listen to yourself later on on the air. Oh, you can also download if you want to. You know, if you do call in, you can go to freetalklive.com. Uh, we have the last seven days worth of shows up there, so you can download the show. And sure, but can- it's cooler to hear it on the radio, Mark. Indeed, in my opinion. indeed. Uh, so, so we're on WSPD. The program director there, Brian Wilson. Uh, he ho- hosts the Afternoon Drive show. And if you've ever read LouRockwell.com, uh, you've probably seen Brian's articles because not only is he a talk show host, but he is an author. Over at LouRockwell.com. He knows Lou Rockwell personally, you know, knows Ron Paul, Tom Woods. And it's his personal uh, interactions with those folks is kind of what set this ball in motion that we're going to tell you about. Because Brian Wilson, I mean, being a Lou Rockwell blogger, someone who knows these guys, is, is obviously a liberty-minded dude. And so... Hangs in the circles. Yeah, exactly. And so in the evening hours over at WSPD in Toledo, late nights, uh, like 10 to midnight, which is when we're currently on, uh, he was airing a show called Mark Levin. Now, we've talked about Mark Levin in the past on this program. He's one of our competitors. Uh, Mark Levin is live basically the same hours that we are. I think he's live like 6 to 9. I think we're that's right. 7 yeah. 10. And so uh, this Levin character, just to give you a little bit of background, he's what, an attorney or something like that? He certainly sounds like one. Yeah. Like, and, like a constitutional attorney or something. And so this guy has kind of made a career in talk radio basically off the back of Sean Hannity. And what I mean by that is in the business, they have what they call a cram down. So, for instance, if Free Talk Live were, were to be the kind of company or whatever, we're not really a company, it's just you and I, Mark. <laughs> right. But if, uh, if we were to be like this mega corporation that had, uh, let's say, LRN.FM was a, ma- a major mega corporation and, um, you know, anti-war radio was one of the other shows on there. And Free right. Talk Live was the most popular show on LRN.FM. So let's say we we're going to bring a new radio station on. And we told these uh, this radio station, oh, we'll let you have Free Talk Live. Uh, you can have the most popular show on the network, but you've got to take this other guy over here, anti-war radio. Or in this case, it's Sean Hannity. And by the way, anti-war radio is a great show. I'm not trying to say anything bad about them. Uh, but so let's this just, is what a cram down is. Yes, it's basically where you don't get the best show. You want the number two show in the nation, Sean Hannity, Sean Hannity. Then you're going to have to take this other show, which they then consequently have made one of the top ten shows in America. Right, simply by, by him cramming it down people's throats. Yeah, exactly. And and so, I don't know how you know. I mean, you know, maybe the show standalone would be awesome. It's just a it's a business practice that program directors, as you can imagine, aren't that fond of. He did not make it on his own. Mark Levin did not get to where he is because of the quality of his programming. But that's not to say that he couldn't. It's just to say that he didn't. I don't know. I've heard his show here and there a little bit, and I can't. I personally can't stand the guy. Well, you know, um, his voice is it's all is about irrit- taste. His voice is irritating to uh, to listen to, yep. and he's also a shrill, uh, screaming, uh, foaming at the mouth, st- standard run of the mill conservative talker. I think that know, he would probably Rush Limbaugh clone be accurate. Well, no, I don't think he's a Rush Limbaugh clone. Rush Limbaugh is very, um, you know, he's he stays calm most of his show. He doesn't Does he? he doesn't get out of out of control. 
control or anything. So maybe like he's that. more like a savage clone. I think that he's probably most accurately described as a screamer. Um, you know, back Michael in the Savage is a yeller, isn't he? Yeah. Back guys? in the nineties, this was the way that talk radio was done, and you know, some some still approach it that way. So uh, so okay, so this guy did not make it on his own. He had a big mega corporation behind him, basically shoving his show down the throats of radio stations all across the country. And essentially, what happened at WSPD was his contract had run out, and a lot of these corporate contracts are very very ironclad. Oh yeah, they're very difficult to get uh, to get in and out of. And Free Talk Lives is what a page long. Yeah, it is one. It's uh, GCN, our our network. Their contract is a page. It's very simple. It's very easy to uh, to end. Argument. And if for whatever reason you can't abide by the uh, terms in, in the contract, we'll certainly be flexible. Right. What What are we going to do? Sue somebody because they don't want to take the show? I mean, come right. on. So if you don't want our show, please don't take the show. That's all you have to do is just tell us. Let us let us do us the courtesy of letting us know. That'd be nice uh, that you're not going to take the show anymore. But uh, you know, that's all I ask for. And even then, we still don't get that. Yeah. And that's just how it goes. What are you going to do? So their contract had expired. And the affiliate relations guy, I don't know why they didn't do it before the contract expired, but the affiliate relations, just I guess they're a big mega corporations, so they're just dropping the ball left and right. You know, the bigger the company, the more bureaucratic it becomes. And so their affiliate relations guy had emailed the program director, Brian, in this case, and, you know, oh, let's, let's get a little bit, you know, let's extend the contract or whatever, da, 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 you know, going through the motions just to try to kind of get the... Get it going again because he'd been on for several years. And Brian wrote back as follows. He says, you will notice there is no agreement made or mentioned. In fact, in response to Mark Levin's outrageous diatribes, mis- and disinformation slanderously leveled at Ron Paul, Tom Woods, Lou Rockwell, personal and professional friends of mine, I will be exploring other programming options. That's Free Talk Live. Effective immediately. You are welcome to share with Mark my early admiration for his focus on constitutional principles, their absence from – so he's complimenting him uh, – their absence from most of what passes for governance and how that compelled me to add his show to the WSPD lineup originally. You may also share that while I heartily endorse live on-air debate and discussions on virtually any subject, the verbal and written abuse that he heaped on these constitutional scholars who individually have done more throughout their careers to advance liberty and freedom than Mark ever will with his scorched earth, egomaniacal diatribes is not good radio programming or content on my station. Complaints from my listeners would tend to support that. I've been in this business 47 years on great radio stations like WABC, WMAL, he lists, lists some more. I've even He's got his owned, pedigree. Yeah, he, I've even owned my own station. Despite being confined to Toledo, I know more than tiny market about radio and how it works. Despite his difficult voice quality about which we spoke prior to him signing to WSPD, I admired his writing and his efforts on behalf of Liberty. Now it appears he has been overserved Rush Limbaugh's iced tea slash Kool-Aid and like Rush <laughs> thinks way more of himself than can be objectively sustained. If Mark ever gets a grip on his rational self or develops the class and courtesy to apologize to the three gentlemen mentioned above, I'll give him another listen. So that was Brian's goodbye uh, notice to the network, letting them know that he was not going to be renewing the agreement uh, for Mark Levin, and he would be going in a a different direction, which thankfully is Free Talk Live. But here is what happened after this, because apparently the affiliate relations guy who, you know, it's if you're an affiliate relations guy, it's your job to be able to handle situations like this. It's I do affiliate relations for Free Talk Live Mm -hmm. and. I was blown away by what Mark Levin ended up writing back. But as an affiliate relations guy and the host of the show, when somebody tells me they don't want my show anymore, my response is, oh, darn. Well, 
I, you know, I really appreciate being able to be on and uh, let me know if there's anything that I can do in the future to be of assistance. Maybe you'll change, you know, if you if you change directions in the future, we'll we'll be here for you. And can I stay in touch with you? You know, that sort of thing. It's That's Free Talk Live's policy is to provide excellent customer service. Right. So. That's what I've always been about. And you know, there's no reason to burn a bridge. And even if someone were to, you know, a lot of times when somebody cancels Free Talk Live, it'll be like, oh, we're changing directions. Yeah, the most of the time. I mean, there certainly have been some content cancellations in the past, but most of the time it has to do with, you know, the change of direction of the station, usually a flip of a format. But sometimes, uh, you know, for whatever reason, they've got to, they want to take other pro- talk programming. I mean, Brian was pretty straight up with this guy about how he felt about his content and, you know, how that made him feel. And even if I'd received an email like that, I'd be like, wow, I'm sorry I, I upset you. I su- certainly wasn't my intention. Free Talk Live isn't right for all the, all audiences. I would never do what Mark Levin did, and we'll share with you his email next. It's Free Talk Live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in, toll free, and bring up anything you want. The number, 855-453, the SACL CAI toll free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Enjoy the features that you'll find there. Uh, Again, freetalklive.com. Lots of stuff there, including our bulletin board system. You can go and get interactive with other Free Talk Live listeners. And like everything else on our website, the BBS is free to you. That's bbs.freetalklive.com. We'll get you there. Again, bbs.freetalklive.com. Do you not have enough time in your day to read books anymore? Audiobooks are a great way to get in that reading that you want to do without carving time out of your day to sit down and read a book. Audible.com is the leading provider of premium digital spoken audio information and entertainment. Uh, They've got all the categories of books that you'd want over there. Business, classics, fiction, erotica, history, science fiction, everything that you would find in one of these uh, big box bookstores. They've they've got more than 150,000 titles. And even if you do have time to sit down with a book and read... Audiobooks are a great way to get in more reading that, uh, you know, you can do whether you're, you know, driving uh, in your commute or taking the train or whatever, gardening, working out, whatever you do where you have some time to, to you know, your ears can be detached from what you're doing. You can do uh, listen to audiobooks and you can get a free download from audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. It's a gift from Audible and Free Talk Live to you. Uh, audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. That's FTLs in Free Talk Live. will allow you to get a free download of any of their titles, uh, more than 150,000 from which to choose. Lots of great choices. Audiblepodcast.com slash FTL. Now, of course, we'll take your phone calls about anything that you want, uh, though we're right now talking about a little bit of radio drama. And I don't mean the produced type from way back in the day that uh, used to, you know, they used to be like on-air uh, on air fiction. No, I, I mean like behind, only the shadow knows. I mean behind the scenes drama and uh, giving you a little peek into what some of the, the the radio syndication world is like. And it's it's filled with uh, 
talk show hosts that have no idea how to handle uh, customer service, and that's what we're about to share with you. Uh, these guys, you know, I guess they're talent for a reason, Mark, because they, they can't hack any other sort of uh, job in the in the real world. I wouldn't be able to say, um, you know, I mean, everybody should treat their customers well. They should treat their customers well. And this is an example of how not to treat your customers. Uh, and we'll, uh, we'll get to the email here, but just a quick recap for those of you just tuning in. Uh, we just got expanded on WSPD in Toledo. So welcome again to our, our listeners there in, in Toledo tonight. They're taking the show weeknights. So they used to take Saturdays. And the reason they're doing this is because they blew Mark Levin out the door. And Mark Levin is, uh, is one of our competitors, basically a handful of nighttime shows. We're one of them. Mark Levin's one of the bigger ones and uh, michael savage is is the biggest so i think mark levin's probably second uh to michael savage in the nighttime world i don't know where we rank but it's probably it's like number five list. or something like that uh so they blew him out the door and the the program director brian wilson who's also a blogger over at lou rockwell basically said hey i don't appreciate the you know the libel that you've uh, directed towards ron paul i mean basically saying that you've been lying i mean you've been lying about ron paul on the air and you know maybe if you were to be willing to apologize to to ron and lou rockwell and these other guys that you that he'd reconsider having him on his station but the contract's run out so it will not be being renewed goodbye essentially was was the email and if you want the details you can listen to the archive later because I just read it in the last segment. But then, apparently, the uh, the affiliate relations guy forwarded Brian's email to Mark Levin, the show host, who was blown off the air. And Mark writes back the following screed. Dear Brian, I don't think, and I'm not going to read it in his voice. You do a pretty good impression of him, Mark. Uh, he's, got very, <laughs> he's got a very sque- squealy kind of uh, high-pitched uh, voice. This is the, uh, you know, this is the era of the everyman on the radio, and uh, you know, this is, and Mark Levin doesn't have your standard, uh, you know, old-fashioned radio talk show host. I don't think voice. I do. I don't think I do either. You've got but... a pretty deep voice. Mine, on the other hand, is pretty nasally. And so for me to uh, to to take a to take us to stab at Mark Mark That's Levin's voice, voice is kind of you know somewhat disingenuous, yeah. <laughs> considering I'm the nasally guy on the voice on the show already. It's still I still am amused whenever you do it. Uh, so I'm just going to read this in my <laughs> I'll normal get you, voice, Batman, because it would be too annoying for me to do that voice throughout this entire email. Says, I don't think I have ever read a more unprofessional note from any program director. If you did not want to extent the show, you could have just canceled it. Sometimes when you get upset, you tend to fly through uh, and not double check your your email. This, your by the spelling. way, uh, from again, right from Mark Levin's email address here. The fact that you are using your position as a program director and a host on a Clear Channel station to front for the Ron Paul campaign and his friends is a disgrace. So the suggestion so there. Why is it a disgrace to f- not? Uh, why is it a disgrace to front for Ron Paul on a Clear Channel station, but not a disgrace to run f- to front for any of these other people that are running? Well, if you were a real talk show host, Mark, you would be fronting for uh, for Mitt Romney or Newt Gingrich. Or I Rick think Santorum. that yeah. But don't you remember uh, Savage is for Romney, so therefore Levin is for. The, one of the other oh, two guys. Oh, is that guys. right? I didn't know that. But, but, but don't, don't you remember the whole thing uh, that, that Savage offered Newt a million dollars to get out of the race so that therefore Romney would be the front runner guy? I see. I didn't realize that meant Levin took a position on Newt or I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know that it means politics. that, that necessarily, really but yeah. As you are undoubtedly aware, continues Levin, he says, Lou Rockwell was the editor of the Ron Paul letter, which is not true. If I'm not mistaken, didn't you reveal who the real uh, guy was behind? Well, the, not the author. I think that Lou Rockwell was, uh, you know, had some editor title. Yeah. 
Oh, I, so Lou Rockwell was involved. I had heard that Lou Rockwell wasn't involved. Maybe with, at the uh, time. I, that's, that. that 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 is something that I have heard. I can't. Uh, you know. I, I, you know. If if you've heard something to the contrary, that's just what I've heard. Okay. You know, I haven't uh, dug down in this. He is not the author of the uh the 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 one thing that people can say about ron paul which is you know let's complain about something he didn't write they were but full was in of some way attached to racist and anti-semitic diatribes his website is full of hateful and vile attacks against me and my religion now, i don't know what his religion is do you Levin sounds. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to guess he's a, he's Jewish, but then again, um, I'm ethnically Jewish myself. What uh, I, I've never heard his website uh, say Lee anything. Rockwell? Yeah, yeah. I've... In fact, he's such an extremist that he has written about and posted pe- attack pieces. Posted. Excuse me. This is bad. Uh, just another unclear sentence. He has written about and posted piece attacking Ronald Reagan, William Buckley, Clarence Thomas, Antonin Scalia, Thomas Sowell, and and on and on. But you well, know, yeah, all of this, these don't are you? these are the Repu- these Republicans deviated from the small government uh, standpoint, and yeah, they're going to get scolded for that. But you know all of this, don't you, Brian? After all, Rockwell is a friend, as you say. I could go on, but the fact is, you know all about these folks. But when I and my religion are attacked by these people, I respond. Maybe he means by his religion, he means like the religion of the, of the state. I don't know. I also don't appreciate you lecturing me about what I have done in my career over the last 40 years for the cause of liberty, whether serving Reagan, litigating against Obama policies in the Supreme Court, writing best-selling books on liberty and conservatism, and of course, my radio program. Your personal but Just attacks. because you write liberty on the front of your book doesn't mean <laughs> that it's about liberty. Right. Your personal attacks about my career and my voice are outrageous! I also think your attack on Rush, who helps pay your salary and is the anchor of your company by belittling his work and audience, is mind-boggling. Perhaps you could should consider leaving your job as program director and host in Toledo and joining the Paul campaign full-time rather than abusing your positions as you are. I have been on WSPD since September of 2006. Interesting that only now, during this phase of the Paul campaign, I don't meet your standards. Well, your contract expired, dude. I have asked Darian, my affiliate relations manager, to send you a cancellation notice given what you have written. <laughs> but the show was already canceled because his agreement had expired. More coming up. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up anything. 855-450-FREE. One more email to share, which is Brian's response to Mark in moments. Here on Free Talk Live, we've been pretty excited about the Bitcoin. It's a decentralized, free market digital currency. You can learn more about it at weusecoins.com. But if you already have some Bitcoins and you'd like to spend them... You can spend them at SpendBitcoins.com. When you spend Bitcoins on Amazon via SpendBitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy Bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at au.SpendBitcoins.com. Once again, that's SpendBitcoins.com. is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want at 855-453-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com and enjoy all the features that we have there. Again, freetalklive.com. Shrine of Female Listeners is one of them. The dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send in their validated photo or video showing their listeners of this program. Shrine.freetalklive.com will take you to it. And then if you're a lady listener, you can get details on how to become part of the Shrine. Again, shrine.freetalklive.com. Justice has become very expensive. Jurisdictionary is a course to bring justice back down to the average person's level. Um, It's for people who don't have attorneys. 
It's uh, It arms you with the information on how to use the court's rules. Until you know these rules, you're fighting in the dark. You need to know how to mo- motion the judge to get evidence, how to uh, you know make objections, uh, the grounds upon which to make objections. It works for plaintiffs or defendants in civil or criminal matters in state or federal courts. It costs less than an hour with any good attorney and the four CD courses so easy the average eighth grader can learn it in a weekend. Till you know the information contained in Jurisdictionary.com, you're fighting in the dark. They've got all kinds of free tools for you at uh, Jurisdictionary.com. They've got uh, free legal flowcharts, weekly tips and tactics newsletters, legal dictionary, videos to watch. Of course, when you buy the course at Jurisdictionary.com, remember to use the pull-down menu and when you check out, let them know you heard it from Free Talk Live. It's Jurisdictionary.com. All right, so our number here is 855-450-FREE. Giving you a little inside peek into the behind-the-scenes workings of the radio business, specifically talk radio syndication business, where uh, talk show hosts are typically not uh, business uh, people. They're not people that handle their own affiliate relations, and affiliate relations is industry lingo for the guys that call the radio stations and get the shows on the air, basically. Yeah, that's what you uh, do during the that's day. That's what I, I And I love doing it. it is so much, uh, it's so much fun to, to call these guys. Well, one of the reasons the Free Talk Live has been successful up to this point is it's essentially a two-person operation. We don't have a big, giant glass-covered building full of secretaries and sales managers and janitors and all the other things that are out there. It's two people. My wife does a little bit of the the bookkeeping. Don't have any New York City real estate to pay rent on. That's that's correct. Or L.A. or any of that stuff. So It's a true grassroots program. It really is. And we've grown it from one affiliate to over 100. And it's all based – most all of those affiliates have come on board because I've been the one who's been calling on them and talking to them and – and if I ever treated any one of those guys like Mark Levin treated uh, the program director of WSPD, Brian Wilson, who's also a LouRockwell.com blogger. I would think it would get around. Yeah, it wouldn't go so well. And this is going to get around, by the way. Not only are we going to talk about it on the air, but I'll also send this news out to my industry list uh, probably later tonight or tomorrow uh, to inform over 700 program directors uh, and decision makers in the business about just exactly how not to do affiliate relations. So I don't know what Mark Levin was thinking, uh, but uh, I don't know if he was thinking at all when he got the email from his affiliate relations department informing him that uh, WSPD would be canceling his show or is no longer renewing his program and replacing it with Free Talk Live. Uh, they didn't say Free Talk Live in the cancellation, but that's that's we're on weeknights now because they got rid of Mark Levin in Toledo on WSPD. And again, welcome to our, our new listeners there. But he uh, apparently hit the reply button and shot off a very angry uh, screed towards uh, the program director in this and This is frankly case. good advice to anybody out there when it comes to customer service and, and you know, being, writing, writing an email when you're upset. Generally a bad idea. Take a deep breath. I've done it before, but never, on the tr- never to a radio station. Like I've, just, I've written an email while I've upset to someone I knew, and that was a mistake. Uh, and in this case, it's a mistake, too. If you're upset, you need to take a walk. Because, you know, you don't want to burn a bridge. Things can change in the future. It's the radio business. Formats change. You add an FM station. All of a sudden, your audience is younger. You know, Free Talk Live isn't right for everybody. We've had stations come and go over the years. Thankfully, more have come than have gone. Uh, but sometimes sometimes a station will, will write to me and they'll say, you know, it just didn't work for our audience. Our audience is too old for you. Like oh well you know that's too bad we would have liked to have gotten you a younger audience but I understand it's or not right some for local politician uh, you know owns part of the station and you know well they don't like the way you talk about politicians well, whatever. or whatever yeah or the general manager got a hair hair up his butt about not liking you and the program director liked you but the GM didn't like you so he blew you out the you know blew you out the door 
whatever. Uh, you know, it doesn't to me it doesn't matter what the reasons are. I'm going to treat everybody with respect. I'm going to appreciate them for taking the show for as long as they took it, and thank you, thank them for the opportunity, and let them know that I'll be there for them if if they change their mind. Mark Levin, on the other hand, writes a uh, several paragraph screed attacking uh, Brian Wilson, the program director, and uh, basically suggesting that he quit. The job is program director and join the the Ron Paul campaign full time rather than abusing your positions as you are. Because the the underlying suggestion in his email is that Brian Wilson, as a talk show host, has has an obligation to join together in locked arms with the rest of the talk show host community and to reject this Ron Paul character. He needs to be on it the air talking really, out against him. It really is the suggestion um, because you know, I, I, are you telling me that other talk show hosts out there aren't making an endorsements as to whether or not it's romney or santorum or gingrich i mean really so the fact that uh that uh, that ryan wilson likes ron paul makes him you know he's unorthodox so wilson writes back and by the way mark levin was uh, carbon copying uh like the senior vice president of clear channel on this to try to like take it up the chain we'll show brian wilson i will show him i will contact the higher-ups uh, apparently, Brian still has his job, so nothing has happened as a result of that. But, Dear Mr. Levin, writes back Brian, who again is also the afternoon talk show host at uh, WSBD. Thanks for taking— Both of them have uh, started off their letters with Dear. Mm-hmm. And, you know, <laughs> you'd think that the tone of these, you wouldn't put Dear. Thanks for taking the time to write. Your missive confirms all my original misgivings about you, and then some. I'm only surprised you didn't type in all caps to better convey your kindergarten temper fit. If I didn't want to extent the show, wow, were you typing with both fists? Because he made a spelling error in his in his original oh boy. email. FYI, scalding. counselor, your contract had already... He was pretty nice in his original rejection email. He complimented him in a number of different ways. We told him why. During, during the rejection. Now... You're right. This, and now it's time for scalding. FYI, counselor, your contract had already expired, so you won't be needing to send that cancellation notice. As with your mis- and uninformed diatribes, due diligence is as absent in your intele- as your intellectual courage to respond to your spurious comments about Tom Woods and the War Powers Act. Or have you rewritten the Constitution recently? As to your continuing efforts to libel Lou Rockwell, maybe you could become pen pals with LRC contributor David Gordon. I'll leave it up to you. I'll leave it up to your crack research team to determine Mr. Gordon's religious convictions. Again, his uh, Levin's original attack suggested that Lou Rockwell was anti his religion. That the, his his sight is full of hatred towards his religion. And I think uh, Brian is suggesting here that uh, one of Lou Rockwell's contributors is a Jewish person. If that's if that's the religion we're talking about here, yeah, well, it's, it's, it hasn't been made clear. But um, the fact is that libertarian thought, I mean, the the foundations of modern libertarian thought were basically laid by people of you know Jewish descent. In fact, it'll make it. I think it makes it clear here. Hateful attacks on me and my religion. Again, he's quoting Levin there. Seriously, says Brian, as a renowned practitioner of law, please cite specifics. How about a link or two? Meanwhile, would you care to read Lou's glowing articles on Murray Rothbard? Probably not. They would surgically remove the un from your uninformed. Yeah, how about Fre- Friedrich Hayek? Yeah. I mean, if extremist Lou Rockwell posted uh, a, a piece attacking Tom Sowell, how do you explain Dr. Sowell's article archives at lourockwell.com? And then he links to all the articles written by Thomas Sowell at lourockwell.com. I know the answer. You wouldn't. Instead, you would treat us as a typical Levin soprano concerto, packed with pl- flaccid repartee and void of fact. 
No worries. Everyone here knows nothing. Soprano concerto? Is that a, yeah. a rip on the voice? Yes. Uh, no worries. Everyone here knows nothing deters the great one. And he spells great, G-R-A-T-E. Because Mark Levin calls himself the great one. Uh, well, the, Mark Levin. Okay, so likely somebody came up with the shtick in order to sell the show. I'm not sure that he came up with the, the great one or not, but... You know, everybody's got their thing. Uh, Free Talk Live is uh, – the talk radio's insurrection. Yes, but but the hubris of this man. I mean – I don't know that it's his hubris. I mean, you know, if You have to have hubris to go around calling yourself the great one. (laughs) What? It certainly smacks of that. I'm not going to Why don't you just walk around saying, I am Jesus Christ? Or something. I mean, I don't, I don't how, think a, a Jew would be very how, interested in that. How much? Or I, I am God, or whatever. I mean, how, how can? It's just incredible. Some of these people. Clearly, this guy has some serious, serious issues. Uh, we'll come back with more on uh, Brian Wilson's response to the great one, Mark Levin. Eight five five four fifty free. You can take control of the airwaves here and bring up what you want. One eight five five four five zero three seven three three. Free Talk Live. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. Take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 855-453. That's SACL CAI toll-free line. And joining you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And want to invite you again to our website. You can go there and enjoy all the features for free. And keep in mind that even though it's a free website, it still costs us money to operate it. So we would like you to consider supporting the show financially via shopping with us. You can go to shop.freetalklive.com. That's where you'll find links to Amazon, different countries, by the way. So you don't just have to be in the U.S. to take advantage of this. Uh, Go to shop.freetalklive.com. Click into the Amazon that's appropriate for you. And then it's your regular Amazon experience that you're used to. It's just that a portion of Amazon's profits will be shuffled over to Free Talk Live. It's that simple. You're getting the same great deals, the same great uh, experience with great customer service and uh, customer reviews that you're used to with Amazon. It's just that we're getting a portion because you took the time to go to shop.freetalklive.com to start your shopping there. Shop.freetalklive.com. So we've been sharing with you uh, some inside radio stuff here, some behind the scenes uh, that I'm sure Mark Levin would prefer not be shared. But then again, maybe he should have taken a deep breath and uh, maybe waited uh, a little while before sending this uh, hateful uh, email that he sent to the program director of WSPD in Toledo, which just this week has added Free Talk Live to weeknights, which we're very excited about and glad to have our Toledo listeners on board for weeknights now. Um, And they took Mark Levin's show off the air and they replaced him with us. And essentially what uh, what transpired was the program director wrote a note to the affiliate relations guy at, uh, at Cumulus, the syndicate of, uh, of Mark Levin, and let them know why he was discontinuing running Mark Levin's show. I thought, you know, while he was critical of Levin in the email... You can't... Also, you have to get specific. If you're going to provide good criticism, and feedback. criticism isn't a bad thing, right. um, you know, if you're going to provide good criticism, you need to be specific. And he was. And he also gave compliments to Levin. But I think the affiliate relations department guy made a mistake in forwarding it to Mark Levin. Uh, you don't want to forward something like that to a hothead talk show host who is going to fly off the handle, which, uh, you know, apparently he does on off the air what he does on the air. You and can't. 
you know. Not. I mean, I, I would think it would be very difficult for me to do a show where I am not me. Right, right. So I mean, this is three hours a night. Well, we've heard rumors that Rush Limbaugh doesn't really believe some of the things he says. I don't know if it's true, but just a, that's just what I've heard. So I don't anyway, know. I, I, I agree with you, Mark. I mean, I have to be true to myself. But so they forwarded this email, this cancellation email to Levin. Levin then uh, writes, uh, hits the reply button and writes a, a response to Brian, uh, Brian Wilson, who's a program director and afternoon show host over at WSPD. He's also a blogger over at LouRockwell.com, where he basically accused LouRockwell.com of being uh, anti his religion, which we presume means he's Jewish, because Brian wrote back and pointed out, oh, wait, here's articles on LouRockwell.com written by Jewish people. Here's Lou Rockwell. Well.com talking about how great Murray Rothbard is, and so it's a bunch of nonsense. What you're saying, Mark Levin, is essentially what Brian has responded to him on. Wikipedia says that Mark R. Levin was born in uh, Cheltenham Township in Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, a suburb of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, to a Jewish family. There you go. So basically, Levin has nothing but anger behind him and misinformation, and that's one of the reasons why Brian took him off the air in the first place was because he's getting on the air and spreading misinformation, either purposefully lying about Ron Paul and Lou Rockwell or spreading lies about Ron Paul and Lou Rockwell, and Brian asked for an apology, and of course, he certainly didn't get that. So let's continue here with the remainder of Brian's email to the so-called great one, and this is the the term that uh, Mark Levin uses to describe himself and is in all of his marketing material. Before you go on, uh, the people that support Ron uh, that that are against Ron Paul's uh, foreign policy generally support him on uh, domestic policy. But you know, think about it for a second. Do you really believe that Mitt Romney, Newt Gingrich, or Rick Santorum is actually going to do anything to shrink the size of government from a domestic standpoint? Really. I mean, really? You don't think it's just more of the same? Hey, by the way, more of the same means Ronald Reagan grew the government. And during his tenure, the government grew more than 60% under Ronald Reagan. And this Levin guy worked for him or something like that. Yeah, apparently. I mean, you know, Republicans and Democrats, it's all the same thing. So, uh, again, Brian Wilson will continue his response. He calls him the great one, except spelling great, G-R-A-T-E. I think another reference to his voice and his, uh, his vitriol. Says, no worries. Everyone here knows nothing deters the great one, which is sad knowing how desperate the republic is for common sense, constitutional fealty, and reasoned response. Congratulations on your part in nurturing the collective ignorance via megalomania. Yes, when not mercifully preempted by sporting events, you have been on my <laughs> oh, station God. since 2006, failing to produce even a modicum of the ratings produced by a former county commissioner who had no prior radio experience either, but a sharp eye for liberty and freedom and a respectful ear for the opinion of callers who disagreed with her. Sadly, I never got the same performance from you. Rather than improve with age and experience, you became spoiled and rancid, unfortunately following the role model of others who started out exciting, compelling, and entertaining, only to swoon at the sound of their own voice or naked body. Blinded by the... <laughs> I don't get that, that joke. Well, Rush Limbaugh says to himself, I know I know these Democrats like I know every inch of my glorious naked body. Oh, jeez. You know, With one hand tied behind well, my back. You know, this, that is shtick, right? Like, that is hy- hyperbolic shtick. So, I mean, it's, it's just ego. He might be egotistical. I'm not saying that he's not. I couldn't say I've, uh, you know, I haven't had any time to really know the man. I've you know, spoken to him b- briefly, but not enough to know the guy. But that is clearly hyperbolic shtick. I understand that, Mark, but it is also very clearly egoism. In it's that. that's it's a joke. 
Anything like there's ego, ego, egotism I all think through some radio. People take him seriously. I'm, I'm sure they do, but that's they don't get the joke. Blinded by the glare well, of their don't. paychecks and taking the hysterical blathering of Mirbadons as inspired hosannas. <laughs> Along with them, you succumbed. Just, just so, because nobody knows this, and I had to look it up myself uh, to, to find out. Mirbadons were a uh, you know one of the one of these Greek city states that would essentially go work for anybody. Um, so you know it's a it's a simile to like uh, an automaton or mm-hmm. a robot or something like that. He says, "Along with them, you succumbed to the del- to the delusion of adequacy." It's true. You have your radio program, which he puts in quotes, about as successful as your litigation in the Supreme Court, also in quotes. But when your response to an objective programming decision based on vile, prejudice, uninformed content combined with five years of poor ratings performance is met with adolescent ad hominems, distortions, and incoherent scribblings, your screed has the intellectual depth of a damp sponge. As an obscure philosopher once wrote, quote, beware the lollipop of mediocrity. Lick it once and you'll suck forever. Suck on, Mark. Suck on. God. And I say that with all due respect from Brian Wilson. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Hey. So yeah. there you have it. That's uh, that's why Mark Levin is no longer on WSPD <laughs> weeknights. Well, he was he wasn't on initially be- <laughs> This is why he uh, shouldn't be doing customer service. Yeah. Uh, he wasn't on because, uh, you know, to, I guess the ratings didn't improve or whatever. I mean, ratings are what it's all about. You know? Well, and you can be a shouting madman at nighttime and get ratings. I mean, if you look at uh, at Michael Savage, his show performs very well, unfortunately. People, people out there in America, a lot of them are very uh, susceptible to this type of radio. Just, you know, get on the radio and shout and get angry and, you know, talk about hating on immigrants. Call a few, call a few names. Talk about hating on the Democrats and talk about hating on, uh, let's see, who else? Ha- hate the terrorists, hate the uh, the, the well, people in the Middle East, hate, everybody hate Muslims. Everybody hate the ter- terrorists, hate, yeah. Hate Muslims, uh, hate drug dealers, you know, hate, 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 anger, yelling. Uh, you know, it tends to work for some guys, but for whatever reason, you know, maybe it's not working for Mark Levin, at least in Toledo. I, I mean, it must work somewhere for him. If, you know, I mean, we I don't work in every market. Indeed, I, I don't you know, I don't know anything. I'm, I don't study these numbers. I would not claim to know anything about these numbers. I don't know is uh, you know where I fall on this. But it would seem like you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't want to pitch yourself as what the other guy is. I mean, if you're going to compete, you want to compete in a completely different fashion. Um, now, Mark Levin seems to me that he's got the whole constitutional lawyer angle. And I listen. I mean, I've listened to his show, and there's times when he's not just going, you know, bat s insane because for me it's it's hard to hear that um that you know that i i like some of the things that he's got to say on certain issues there's no doubt about it but you know and i think that savage is a really great storyteller as long as he's not talking about other you know groups of people he loves to group people and hate on them uh well you know that's that's generally what groups are about groups are about who they exclude right yeah but i i don't think you have to hate other people to be in a group so there you have it. Uh, that's how not to do customer service. Uh, and hopefully, I don't know, maybe there's some lesson there. Or maybe it's just entertaining to uh, to read what Mark Levin thought was going to be a private email <laughs> to a program director. It's funny. Hey. It amuses me. Yeah. Here, here's a hint. This is the Internet age. And you don't just get you don't get to get away with this stuff. You don't just get to write off some rambling, angry screed to someone and expect it's going to disappear into the void. It doesn't work that way anymore. And by the way, I did ask Brian's uh, permission to share this uh, these emails on the air, and he said that was fine. So, uh, you're not breaking any any intellectual property laws. 
I don't know if intellectual property laws apply to email, but some people will claim it. They'll put it at the bottom of their email that right. all this email that it's I confidential. all the email on the <laughs> internet is mine. <laughs> right, eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. By receiving this email, you agree that you will not distribute it anywhere. No, no, I don't. <laughs> Take me to court on that one. We'll see how you do. Hour number three is next. You can take control of the airwaves, bring up anything, tips to detect creepers and weirdos in the dating scene. It's Free Talk Live. Do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience? Free Talk Live is a nationally syndicated radio program on more than 100 radio stations coast to coast. We've been named Talkers Magazine's Heavy 100 list. That's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation thrice. And five times the best political podcast from podcastawards.com. You can have access to our more than 100 radio stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for less than $1,000 a month. Contact me, Mark, at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free. Bring up anything you want as we launch here into the third hour of the program, 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Join us on our website, freetalklive.com. All the features there are free. In fact, you can control the content of the site. Just submit stuff to it. Other voters, well, other listeners will vote on it. And then the most voted up, make it to the front page and the top of the site, meaning more exposure for whatever that is. So go to freetalklive.com to see what others have thought was important and then suggest your own uh, items to the site. Go to freetalklive.com. Here tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. And so, you know, it's not always about issues on Free Talk Live. It is a show about absolutely anything you want it to be about. And you know, sometimes we like to talk about things that are helpful, things that are useful, information that can make your life better. And we did some of that this weekend with the top five deathbed regrets. And now, Mark, you've got a list of questions that one can ask potential dates or perhaps an actual date uh, to find out, to uncover whether or not these people are weirdos. Yeah, right. This is from Business Insider. Which aren't we all weird to some extent? Yeah, right. Sure, everybody's weird. But uh, I think that... What does it mean to be normal anyway? They'll go through in the article to get, uh, you know... uh, They will define weird in this case? Weird's just something to grab your attention. I see. But this is to see best matches and things like that. Yeah, perhaps you will uncover that this is not someone you want to go out to coffee with. So, um, it says here from uh, businessinsider.com, and it's... Is this OkCupid also? Yeah, OkCupid's involved. Um... You know, and what they say is that which is, uh, by the way, one of the more useful government creations, apparently. Right, it's a DARPA project, and these are questions that sort of statistically, OK Cupid has, uh, you know, discerned our, uh, you know, work to find out information that you would want to have. So, um, you know, for instance, this is uh, number one: ask, do you like the taste of beer, Ian? Boy, um, sort of. Okay. Do I have to give a yes or no on that one? I think some that, beers more so than others. Well, certainly. I mean, so yeah. I mean, you like the taste of some beer. Okay, some beer. Yeah, so I mean, beer I is a big category, is, right? Among all our casual topics, whether someone likes the taste of beer is the single best predictor of if he or she has sex on the first date. Interesting. Would you have sex on the first date? It depends. Yeah, of course you would. You're bad. Have I? Right. Yes. <laughs> no. 
course, I've not really had very many first dates either. No matter their gender or orientation, beer lovers are 60% more likely to be okay with sleeping with somebody they've just met. Sadly, this is Hold the- on. Run that one by me again, 60% of 60%. beer lovers? 60%. Beer lovers are 60% more likely to uh, be- See, I wouldn't say I'm a beer lover. A beer lover. I'm like, you know, I like I'll drink a beer and I like beer, like- but I, I don't know how to discern the differences between beers, so I'm not like a, a beer connoisseur, as some people are. Like somebody, somebody can drink beer and be like, that's a hoppy beer. I couldn't tell you what a hop tastes like. I don't know what that means. I don't think that you have to be a connoisseur in order to be a beer lover. Okay. Yeah. So anyway. I like the pumpkin beers. Those are good. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Oops, you're out. So, um, it's what do you got to get against pumpkin beers? <laughs> I don't. I, I uh, for me, pumpkin beers are fine. One time, have one pumpkin beer during the month of October, and and you know you've had plenty. See, you taught me a lesson this weekend too, Mark. I mean, just to give you an example of how inexperienced I am with uh, with beer. I mean, I've had plenty of them, uh, but you know, my knowledge level is still relatively nothing. I bought an apple cider, a hard cider at the bar, and I learned that even though it comes in a beer bottle, it isn't it's necessarily beer. actually beer. No, no. It's, it's apparently, apparently cider is not beer. Apple cider is made from, wait for it, wait for it, apples. apples. Yeah, not uh, you know, grains of some but sort. But the pumpkin is beer. I believe so. I believe it's some kind of of pumpkin flavoring or another. Maybe it's real pumpkins. I would imagine when you're talking about craft beers, they try to be as uh, wholesome as they can. Craft means fancy, right? That's like the not not Budweiser. Right. Like the the cheap stuff. Well, you know, Budweiser is the king of beers. Uh, You know, maybe it's advertising that gets them where they are. Yeah, McDonald's is the king of burgers, too. (laughs) I guess Burger King is the king of burgers. uh, I think McDonald's is probably the king of burgers. As far as market segment, probably McDonald's. (laughs) Yeah, I would think so. But... You know, I mean, there there are better and worse, and I don't know what the, the you know the category of a uh, beer that uh, is below craft beer. But generally, if I'm going to drink a beer, I would prefer to have a craft beer. You know, I'm not drinking mm-hmm. beer in order to uh, get down the cheapest uh, alcoholic beverage I can. <laughs> <laughs> so sadly, this is the only question with any meaningful correlation to women. For men, there are a few others. If, if you're trying to find a man that'll sleep on the first date, sleep with you on the first date, ladies. <laughs> you know, is this difficult to find? Um, predictive yeah, I don't questions. Imagine it is. <laughs> In a certain light, wouldn't nuclear war be exciting? Wait. Okay. So this is a question you ask a man. This is a question. The, you this, ask a woman. Right. The, the, ask the taste. Of, the taste of beer is the only one that will indicate. Whether or not women are more likely to sleep uh, with you on Whether the first date. Whether or not date. women are. Women and men. And men. It's the only one who works for women, okay? Uh, the rest of these work for men. However, I think that are you wearing pants is probably a, um, you know, a reasonable question to ask a man as to whether or not to find is out whether he's... Is this what most people are looking for on, you know, I would hope people aren't looking necessarily to score... It, no, right no, that's not the question in here. The question is, if you're looking to have sex with someone on the first date, these so are some predictors. The weird, that's the thing that you don't want, right, necessarily? Like, so... Okay, so if you didn't want someone who wanted to have sex on the first date, you would ask this question. Well, I don't know that. I, I think that you would probably ask this question and then be like, "Hmm, we can conf- continue the date because it only it's only an indicator. It yeah. is not a uh, you know, right. it's not iron it's not a guarantee. Sure. Yeah. All right, so what's the question again? So, in a certain light, wouldn't nuclear war be exciting? Oh my! <laughs> no. Right. <laughs> um, assuming that you were in the position to do so, would you launch nuclear weapons under any circumstance? My goodness. And Pretty apparently that's the implied odds of uh, sex on the first date. For men, 82%. Hold and, on. 82% of men who said, yes, they would launch nuclear weapons would also have sex I believe on that's the, first the case, date? yeah. 
Okay. So, um, and, and apparently, since you, you cl- claim to be willing to, then uh, you would be in that 18% that would not, not launch, launch nuclear weapons. Uh, and third question, predictive question. Could you imagine yourself killing someone? This is 83%. I mean, I, 80, 83% of people that answered yes to that would have sex on the first date. Um, I mean, so, just alone, if they answered yes on the, to that question, it's, it's crazy. Don't you think most people have imagined killing somebody? Come on. I mean, let's be honest probably, here. To me, probably. if somebody says no to this, it just means they're a liar. Yeah, I see where you're coming from, but at the same time, it's still creepy. It's a creepy, creepy question. I will agree with you, but um, you know, it's, it's like, creepy can we not to be, talk about this. It's topic? creepy to be asking somebody if they like the taste of beer in order to yeah. find out whether you're going to be able to get in their pants later. It's all creepy. This yeah. is a bunch of creepy questions, and that's why the creepers are out there listening, listening closely and intently. <laughs> so, if I, if you want to know, for instance, do my date and I have long term potential? You ask, do you like horror movies? Do you like horror movies? This seems like nonsense to me. <laughs> this is from OkCupid. Okay it's a DARPA project. <laughs> you can believe that this crap is true. <laughs> Do I like horror movies? Some of them. You like some horror movies? Yeah. Okay. Um, and have you ever traveled around uh, around another country alone? Another country? No. Uh, wouldn't it be fun to chuck it all and go live in a sailboat? <laughs> you know, you would say yes to that. I one. would. <laughs> I don't know about that. Okay, no. I don't think I would like So of all much. questions appropriate to a first date, the three listed above were the ones couples most often agreed upon. So if you'd be a good match for these, if, if the person would be a good match for you, they should agree with these on you, all three, on of all three of these questions. Is It's just a predictor. I see. So it's interesting. And I can, occur, can, can uh, you know, say to you that my wife and I would agree on these statements. So, okay. um, you know, we'd be able to answer yes. What, run me down the statements again. The questions are, do you like horror movies? I don't. Uh-huh. I mean, so I just, wouldn't, you no. and I wouldn't work I out. I do not want to see Jason cleave somebody in the face with a machete. I don't want to see it. No. The, well, see, that's just it. I mean, is horror- Aliens a horror movie? Well, a- Aliens is like sci-fi horror. Well, okay. So Alien, I should have said, not Aliens. Alien is definitely Alien a horror is a horror, horror movie. movie, but it's a horror movie set in a certain genre, well, and, and I'm not sure it counts. Well, okay, but it all, okay, so there's a certain way to do horror, right? So yes. you've got uh there's you've a got formula. Hitch, you've got Hitchcock who knew the secret is you don't show the cleaver cleaving through the person's face. That's just, you know, that's just tactless. But isn't that what horror is now? Horror is a lot of uh, S, uh, you know special effects, uh, you know rubber things with blood on them. Mm-hmm. I mean that's what horror is. Yes, I mean I did like Alien, but right. it's because it's set in space and I like space stuff. But I got very they, upset. I jumped. There are still some horror movies where they use tact and they don't have to show every single kill on screen. Eight five five four fifty free. Yeah, I'm not interested in watching the- bloodletting films. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. Free 
This is Free Talk Live, and you can dial in toll-free. Bring up what you want at 855-450-FREE. If you want to share with us some questions you've asked to uh, out the weirdos in the dating world, 855-450-FREE, which hasn't really been the topic of this uh, article, Mark, that you had shared with that us. That was the, you know, that's the hook to get you to read the article, um, no doubt. But um, Are they going to help us find weirdos, or are we just going to find out whether or not someone's going to have sex on the first date or, or be compatible by asking strange questions? Isn't that what you really want to know on a date? I mean, a person who is weird is not compatible. Isn't that really what it comes down to? I see where you're coming from. Unless you're weird, too, at which point that weird person isn't weird any longer. And you are compatible. Yes. Gotcha. All right, so 855-450-FREE, but maybe you've got some experiences uh, that you want to share with us about uh, how some questions you asked on a date kind of turned you in a different direction and made you run away. Uh, 855-450-FREE, you can join us on the phones. Also, join us online over at freetalklive.com. We have a lot of features, by the way, on that website, and we give them to you. Uh, Of course, if you uh, want, you can go and get interactive in various different ways, including our chat room, which is built into the CAM page over at cam.freetalklive.com. That's cam.freetalklive.com. It's free. You can't listen to talk radio without hearing advertisements for gold. And, you know, having tried buying gold from those companies as an uninformed consumer, I know what it's all about. It's about <laughs> it's about trying to, uh, you know, get you in and sell you these sort of numismatic collector's coins without you ever doing any price comparison. Gold.freetalklive.com. We sell uh, we we sell gold coin gold and silver coins there through Midas Resources. That's uh, the, the company that helps syndicate syndicate us. We've uh, uh, teamed up with them, and we've got some really great rates over there. That way, you can price comparison before you do anything. You need to go to gold.freetalklive.com and know what the rates are. These common coins that you can get from just about any company, and you need to be able to do some price comparison. You buy from gold.freetalklive.com. Free Talk Live gets a cut, so you're supporting Free Talk Live. It's gold. Freetalklive.com. All right, let's continue here. We'll get back to this story from the OKCupid okay folks through what website? Business Insider. Business Insider in a moment here about dating. Josh is on the line in Olympia in Washington. Josh, you're on Free Talk Live at the end and Mark. Yeah, all I was wondering is um, where is um, Mark's experience as far as the CIA involved in um, OKCupid's okay um it's DARPA. Uh, it's DARPA, the Defense Authorization Research, something or other. Those guys, not CIA. Okay. So, how is that involved? Well, I, I, I couldn't tell you the whole pedigree. Um, you know, there's all I can tell you is I've uh, heard that and um, done a little bit of research, and that seems to be the case that they're involved in some way. Right. But what is the research, and can you explain it? It's been done. I've done it some time ago, and as you know, I've seen it written on the internet. And uh, let me take a look here. I'm looking through Wikipedia. I'll uh, t- tell you in just one moment. Well, you know, we don't have time to do right. research you don't have on to explain the internet. You can just uh, give me a reference, and I'll look at it myself. Well, I mean, there's the internet, and I, I, yeah, go to Google, so. type in OK Cupid and DARPA. Really. Dar- yeah, so I mean, I, I've heard this too. Maybe it's not true. Maybe you know, maybe you can call and call back. And it's not like I've never something. been wrong before. Yeah, we certainly no, have. No, I, I have nothing to uh, to fight it. I've just never heard of it. Before. It's not on the. Uh, it, it's not on their Wikipedia page. Yeah, man, I don't know. So, anything else you want to share? I heard today, it Josh? from Johnson, our uh, research guy, and I believe no, him. No, I was just wondering about this. Was it Johnson that told you that? I believe so. It sounds like something Johnson would uh, would say. So there you go. I mean, hey, you know, sometimes we're not right about things here. I don't know if we're wrong or right in this case. Obviously, we haven't had a chance to really uh, dig in uh, too close. But maybe it was like, no, I haven't. you know, Who's I've, I've heard they get money from DARPA, but I, I don't know. They do seem to have a lot of statistics and they release a lot of stuff that other dating sites don't release. Josh, uh, did you have anything you wanted to share besides the question? 
No. Do you like the taste of beer, Josh? (laughs) Thanks for the Thanks for the call. <laughs> Appreciate hearing from you tonight. Uh, so, hmm. So, what is the truth about this? We will find you out. You go ahead and research that. I'll continue on with the. Uh, the well, I'm going to listen to your 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 article. Mark. Okay, I'll well, research it later. Uh, anyway, so these three questions: Do you like horror movies? Have you ever traveled around another country alone? And wouldn't it be fun to chuck it all and go live on a sailboat? Of all the questions appropriate to a first date, the three listed above were the we ones. We totally disagree on those. By the way, you and I. I think yeah. They think it's about the it. reason we can do the show together because we don't agree on much. <laughs> yeah, I don't think because you would be into the sailboat thing, and I uh, not so much. I like you know like the land. You have never traveled around a country, uh, another country I, alone. I certainly have, have. Um, yeah. and, and you like horror movies, and I don't. I like some horror movies. Fine. Yeah. So let me Do go on. Do you like with the no article. horror movies? I don't like. Sl- I really, you know, horror isn't a genre. I'm going to say, okay, let's watch that. Yeah. Now, uh, you have picked. You, I picked one horror movie that I happen to like, which is Alien, Alien. Mm-hmm. which I believe is is frank, frankly about, a, a genre spanning movie. What about some of the more classic horror films like uh, like Halloween? No. 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 How about Nightmare on Elm Street? No. No. Okay, all right. Yeah. I, I find these things offensive. I mean, okay. I just want nothing to do with them. Yeah. Uh, Leatherface. those two films. You know, nothing. No. Do not throw f- red blood on the... I don't want to see it. I don't yeah. want it. Okay. I don't want to live that way. I don't want that stuff coming up <laughs> at night. No. I do not want anything to do with that. Got it. Ah, interesting ah. interesting so when somebody deletes their okay cupid account they have the option of giving a reason and if that reason is i met somebody on okay cupid they can provide their significant others username many hundreds of people a day go through the trouble of actually doing this so okay cupid has compiled an excellent data set of real world couples agreement on these three questions correlated best to an actual relationship in I'll fact be damned 32% of successful couples agreed on all of them, which is 3.7 times the rate of simple coincidence. Hmm. These questions are a trio, as a trio, outperforms even OKCupid's top three user-rated match questions. So these three questions, if you match up, will make a person a very good long-term potential. And it's really funny. Neat. All right. So <laughs> this is a big website, by the way, OKCupid.com. Humongous site. Indeed. If you want to know... Um, do, do my date and I have the same politics? Here are the questions. Do you prefer people in your life to be simple or complex? Because one question um, very strongly predicts a person. I think that question is oversim- oversimplification. Maybe. maybe. That's the, the, um, this one question very strongly predicts a person's ideas on these divisive issues. Should burning your country's flag be illegal? Um, do you, do you prefer people to be, uh, complex or simple? Are you asking me for yes, real? Yes. I, I don't like that question. You don't get to answer that way. Yes, I do. And on OkCupid, you can answer the questions however you want to. You can add descriptions to them and things like that. This date is over. <laughs> so, I, you know, I like people that have uh, beliefs that are simple, but I also, you know, like somebody with some depth. So I don't know. I don't know how to answer that question. Should the death penalty be abolished? Should gay of marriage course. be legal? Uh, yes. Should evolution? And yes, the flag should be legal to burn. Should evolution and creationism be taught side by side in schools? 
that's again another long that's an essay question for me okay so basically uh you know from their standpoint that this is a social this this weeds out social conservatives essentially um you know these questions flag burning death penalty gay marriage and um creationism versus evolution in schools yeah it would be it would be tough to have a relationship with somebody who disagreed on on some of those real fundamental personal freedom issues for me in each case those who prefer complexity are 65 to 70 percent likely to give the liberal answer those Uh, who uh, prefer simplicity are 60 to 75 percent to give the conservative one this correlation does that mean conservatives are dumber it it believes it means that they prefer simplicity whatever 855-450-FREE that's the SACL CAI toll free line 1-855-450-3733 share with us your dating uh, questioning experiences by the way this doesn't work in places where um, it's it's heavily weighted one or the other so geographic locations where people are heavily liberal or heavily conservative these questions tend not to work not going to work to uh, predict the future of a relationship more coming up here this is Free Talk Live This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. Dial in toll-free and bring up anything you want. 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site. So enjoy those. Again, freetalklive.com. Stuff there you'll find like our listening options, live streaming. It's there in different stream flavors, uh, different bit rates. The broadband stream at 64 kilobits per second. Got our mid-band stream and a, a low bandwidth narrow band stream also available. So uh, one of those connections will probably fit your phone or computer or whatever your internet connection is. So go to listen.freetalklive.com to get tuned in there. Also, our radio stations across the country are listed over there as well. Over 100 great stations on AM and FM from coast to coast. Our satellite listening options, including XM Satellite Radio on two different channels on XM, our KU band, free-to-air channel, the webcam, and the listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance. Plenty of ways to get your, or to get Free Talk Live into your ears. Go to listen.freetalklive.com. That's listen.freetalklive.com. And I have to say, Mark, I haven't seen anything here uh, thus far on Google. I went three, I'm three pages deep into Google now, and no allegations whatsoever that OkCupid is associated with DARPA. Well, this I mean, is, it wouldn't be the first time that Johnson has uh, fed me uh, crappy information in order to make me look silly on the air. Yeah, but I mean, it sounded, it was, I've heard that one too. I've heard though. it, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, he I felt our, like I heard our, it from some other location. Johnson's the research bitch on the show, and uh, and he does a fine job of it normally. So normally I trust what Johnson says. I tend to, too. So I don't know. But also, I trust Jason Osborne from SACL CAI. Go ahead and tell us about it. Well, SACL CAI has a full-orbed approach to account recovery, and it sucks doing collections. So why not let Jason and the crew over at SACL CAI CAI handle it? Because they handle early out billing, they purchase charged-off receivables, and, of course, they do collections. And they know that the way they treat your customer reflects on you. Uh, they did not hire Mark Levin uh, to handle their collections uh, for them. Their staff is respectful. Unlike Levin, they record every call and they have the best equipment money can buy. So your business is handled as efficiently as possible. See their banner at the top of our banner column at freetalklive.com. We're talking about relationships. and the Sort folks, of first date stuff. Yeah. Well, the folks over at OkCupid, 
who at this point we have no uh, evidence they are in any way related to our TARPA. Yep, thanks, thanks for uh, the, the gentleman that called to call us out on that one. Uh, the folks over at OKCupid had, com- have been compiling and will continue to compile all sorts of interesting statistical information on uh, pr- predictors of future relationship success and a variety of different uh, circumstances. So not only were they talking about in the beginning whether or not you're likely to have sex on a first date or whether or not you're likely to have a long-term happy relationship, there are certain questions that you can ask of a potential mate to determine in advance the likelihood of the success of the relationship. I mean, it's it's pretty amazing what they've been sharing with us so far. In some, How some in the world can you not find that DARPA is, um, you know, re- related to OKCupid? Okay, I just put it in here on Google, and it says AK, OKWS came before OKCupid. Okay, it was developed by Max Crone uh, of MIT Harvard with DARPA funding. Right there. Bam. First result. Huh. So, okay. Whatever. Well. I uh, I I looked on that page and I didn't. That's just a post on a on a web forum well, somewhere. I just, saw, I just I'm looking for something a little bit more uh, specific, a little more reliable. It should than, be more reliable than yeah. a web post. I will concur with yeah. you on that one. So surreal is on the line with us here. We'll continue the uh, OK Cupid stuff here in a moment, but also want to get your opinions and your thoughts. I've got one that's going to make people some people very angry on this your, next question. Your observations. Uh, what what sort of tactics and tips have you utilized? What things have you learned in your dating uh, experiences? Of course, surreal is uh, he's he's a smooth man and he is with us here at least that's what he would have us believe surreal you're on free talk live gentlemen it's been a long time how hey, are you today? hey what's on your mind surreal well i wanted to share some uh, great advice for the guys out there who if on a first second or third date or so want to uh, move it along quickly and either get in the sack or uh, have some good sex or if you're interested in a relationship with the lady to this advice is all good. So on a first date, keep it to 45 minutes and get out of there quick. And it's even better if you uh, have some place to go afterwards. So wait, so, wait as, so keep the date to 45 minutes is what you're saying? So like sit down, eat dinner, run, run out the door, that kind of thing? And then but, where do you go? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, we lost Surreal That's just right. as it was getting the vast, good. The vast feminist conspiracy <laughs> knocked him off the, the line. All right. Well, he'll maybe he'll call back. Yeah, whatever. So um, this uh, <laughs> this question here is: If you want to know, is my date religious? <laughs> Look, it, this is them, not me. Ask: Do spelling and grammar mistakes annoy you? Because if your date answers no, i.e., is okay with bad grammar and spelling, the odds of him or her being at least moderately religious is slightly better than two to one. So they've doubled their chances of being moderately to so, a very religious simply by saying that uh, you know spelling and grammar mistakes don't bother them. Interesting. Last summer, OKCupid analyzed the profile text of half of a million user profiles comparing religion and writing level. For every one of the faith-based belief (laughs) systems listed, the person um, who were the least serious wrote at the highest level. So the least serious about religion, they wrote at the highest level. Wow. So religious people are sloppier writers. That's the claim. Some could say maybe not as intelligent. That's what some that, that that's what this seems to imply. Now I wonder about age. How does age factor in? Because and by the way, it's, it can't be true all the time. It just doubles the chance. 
I wonder how age factors into this because you know you look at the way younger people write like text messages for mm-hmm. instance uh, you know they're taking letters out left and right I've seen plenty of older people that uh, you know aren't great typists because you know a generation prior to mine typing wasn't was a skill for secretaries and no one else mm-hmm. um, maybe writers um, so these are the only people that would have the skill of typing but now essentially everybody needs to be able to type so people that are hunters and peckers uh, you know they're gonna make you know grammar's tough enough um when you're you know using all ten fingers, let alone when you're just using one and that uh, you know that I've seen a lot of older people just go ahead and yeah, I'm just gonna go with cap lock caps lock here and uh you know put everything in caps and you know things like that mm. so I don't know that age necessarily matters in that case. So, very interesting. So, twice as likely, run that one by me one more time, twice as likely. They're, they're at slightly better than a two-to-one chance, uh, two-to-one two that they're at least moderately religious. So, if, if, they're, if their punctuation, if their spelling, if their grammar is terrible, mm-hmm. then they're more likely to be religious. Yeah. Almost twice as likely. Yeah. Fascinating. And, you know, I find That's myself... That's half a million profiles. Do you I mean, this find is not you, a small no, segment it's half here. a million profiles. Do you find yourself, uh, you know, saying things about people's grammar in your, in your head? Oh, I don't much care for... Uh, yeah, I find that bothersome. When, yeah, when me people, too. When people don't take the time uh, to craft what it is that they are saying online, I feel like, you know, they don't consider it very important to whom they're speaking. I would agree. I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. So, and then on top of that, sometimes they'll make excuses for it, like, "Well, you know what I was saying." Well, maybe I didn't. Maybe it was really difficult to discern what you were saying because you didn't put words in there, or you left <laughs> letters out, or you didn't bother putting a question mark on that question. Sometimes one does know what uh, someone else is saying when it comes to bad grammar. Other times, you know, you don't. Uh, <laughs> I love the examples on why to use Oxford commas. If you'll uh, just go, you know, uh, d- just look, just go to Google image search and uh, use Ox- and just type in Oxford comma, oh, and, yeah. and uh, you'll find some very funny cartoons. I about- didn't know that that, that that comma had a name, but you, what you're talking about is a list of when you get the list. I learned in school one of the things. <laughs> I learned was that when you have a list of things, you put commas, and then the last two things, it's uh, Mark. You know, so let's say we say we, 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 the last thing is and, but, or, for, nor, and yet, right? So let's say it was Nemi, Ian, and Mark. She's out for tonight, unfortunately, right. but she'll be back next week. Uh, Nemi, comma, Mark, comma, and Ian. That would Some be- people are saying now that you can get rid of that last comma. Yes, you can, uh, you certainly can. And then there's instances where... I don't support that. The, uh, well, uh, and I'm that sp- last comma, comma is the Oxford comma. Uh, the, indeed, it is. Um, and there's also another name for it, too, that's uh, not coming to mind. But that comma that would be behind, between and and the uh, the second to the last thing in the list, sometimes it's it's a disambiguization. Uh, Other times, it's an ambiguization. Sometimes it makes things more confusing, and you need to be fluid. You need to have style, and that's why they call the very best grammar uh, rule, uh, rule books out there the style manual. You can't just stick to one rule all the time. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can take control of the airwaves here. More from OKQ. No, no, we're done. That's, uh, that was the last well, of the questions. because okay, Surreal is back on the line. We'll come back to him in a moment here. You can take control in the remaining moments of Free Talk Live. 
You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. This is Free Talk Live. Moments remain here, but enough time for you and your thoughts at 855-453. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We give you the features on the site. So enjoy those over at freetalklive.com. And if you would like, you can help support the show by becoming an amplifier at amp.freetalklive.com. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and promote. There's an Oxford comma in that one. Uh, yeah, am, advertise, yep, comma, sure. market, comma, and promote. But Mark, you just uh, you did give me an example of when the Oxford comma shouldn't be used. Maybe we can talk about that in a moment here. Yeah. But uh, anyway, amp.freetalklive.com. You go there. You get signed up. You can use any major credit card uh, via PayPal. You can use Visa or Mastercard through our website. And basically, it's three bucks a month is all we're asking for. We'll take that money in and invest it into Free Talk Live, getting on more radio stations around the country and bringing more internet listeners to the ideas of freedom. You get perks, too, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, uh, the AMP-only uh, the AMP only forum and podcast and more. Go and get the details. Get signed up over at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. So there seems to be some sort of a movement to get rid of the Oxford comma, and I don't understand it. It's laziness. I mean, My yeah. God. You can't even hit the comma <laughs> button on the – what? Well, so – Okay, you really so, got to be lazy to not put the the yeah, last maybe, comma in maybe a it's series about, of things. Maybe it's about cleanliness on the page. A lot of people, you know, extra commas are uh, people often, you know, comma the crap out of their their sentences, and yeah. I will, I, I, I see that. Also, there's the uh, the second space after a period. They got rid of that. Now, I I was drilled into <laughs> I my like head. I like the second space. No. It makes it easier to see sentences. It's got to go. It's got to go. Really? Yeah, I'm afraid so. Just because of laziness. Why? Why waste the space? You know, there's so a- you can see where the sentence ends easier. Mm. Sorry. People, are we being esoteric right now? People are going to, go, you know, editors are going to go after your writing if you uh, put the second space in. Ed- well, I don't. I'm not submitting my writing to an editor. Don't worry. There's lots of people have, out have there who blog. are not very religious who are editors just for fun. I see. Yeah. This is yeah. This is something I noticed, uh, but I but didn't the Oxford know that- comma here. Let me since we're talking about it, I think that it's important. Um, here's in the sentence it adds ambiguity. In this case, it's uh, this to is my- a sentence in which you would not want to use an Oxford. That's comma. correct. To my mother, comma Ayn Rand, comma and God. The serial comma, which is the other name for the Oxford comma, um, after Ayn Rand creates ambiguity about the writer's mother because it uses punctuation identical to that used as an. A positive phrase. It makes it sound it like right. your mom is Ayn Rand. Right. That's when, what it makes When it the sound. original intention of the writer was to write to my mother, Ayn Rand, and God. It's hard three to say. Entities. It's hard to say, but if you if you leave it out, then it's clear. Right. So, um, you know, so there there's are one, instances. There's one reason why not you, to use the Oxford I believe comma. you should use it, but that's, this is style. But not in that instance, This is right? style. You just got to watch it. I see. All right, so let's go to uh, the phones and back to Surreal. He is uh, back on the line with us here. Surreal calling from somewhere. In a, in, what, a, are you in a club tonight, Surreal? It seems like where you're always at. 
I'm always in a club. He's There's in... always a party going on where I am. <laughs> Wherever <laughs> surreal goes. So you were telling us, yeah. uh, we were talking about dating tips, uh, some suggestions for questions to ask. That was what OkCupid was, yeah. uh, was giving us before. And you were you know, imparting some of your uh, hard-earned wisdom. That's correct. Uh, you know, just to, to get the date, and the first time, you don't want you don't want to say, come with me to a nightclub. I want to take you out to dinner, something like that. Basically, you want to say, hey, I'm going to be at this place. I want you to be there. And now, what you, you're not saying, come with me. She can show up, but she might not show up. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter to you. Or at least that is the impression you're putting out there. Because you're cool, you don't need her to be there to have a good time. You are a good time, right? Got it. So, so that's just some really good, good stuff there. You know, I'm not saying that this. I'm not saying that this wouldn't have some effect on some women. Do you think that this may backfire with some women who would say, "Hey, you know, if you don't have enough time for me, then I'm not going to be there." Well, what you're doing is you're you're letting her know that you do have some time for her, and that time is when your time is convenient. I'm going to be at this coffee house at six o'clock. You should be there. Now you're going to make time for her if she's there. That's implied because you want her to be there, but it leaves out the the. It gives the impression that if she doesn't show up, it's no big deal to you. Plus, you have and plans. Your your time is valuable too. You're also not asking. Absolutely. You're also not asking the other person where they want to go. You've already exactly. you know you're just letting her in on your schedule and and you know being willing to give her some time. You are inviting her into your world. You are leading her down the adventure of life, which is your which is you which is very attractive for women. So that's just one really great piece of advice I'm going to throw to some guys out there. And very attractive to some women. Right. Well, and listen, if it's not attractive to some women, they're not going to show up, and you're not going to bother wasting your time with them. But what if they were the very best one for you and your technique didn't work? I mean, I'm, I'm not saying the technique's not a good thing to have. I'm just, you know, hey. No. Well, let's, let's dispel that right now. There is no such thing as a very best one for you. There are many, many, many best ones for you. And men especially get into the trap of, well, not just men, but many people, who's the right one for me? There's mm-hmm. got to be the perfect one. Not true. There are many people who are compatible and get along perfect and are great. And if it's not this one, who is the other one going to be? And there's, you've got to get out of the idea that there's only a few for you. There are many for you. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Yeah. Well, so on a, on a second date, here's something I said verbatim to a woman, which caused her to, to really pursue me in a way I've never seen before. I told her, and I was always honest. You didn't get a dead hey, rabbit in your mailbox, right? Nothing like that, Mark. Okay. No. Um, what I said to her was basically, almost verbatim, I am not emotionally available right now. I'm just... <laughs> Meeting interesting people and trying to have fun. Oh God! But so I'm doesn't not this emotionally available. doesn't this attract the the flawed individual? If you say I am not emotionally available, I mean, doesn't this? No, nope. no. This this and here's the thing. Well, it certainly can, and that's the purpose of dating. You know, if they're flawed, <laughs> to find as really many emotionally way. flawed women as possible. Is are, now well, aren't you essentially <laughs> saying there that I'm only open to having sex? You don't know. Well, you might be saying that, but she doesn't know. And women are very inquisitive. They want. They're not used. To <laughs> that's not personally. That's not what they're I would be saying in the first place. Uh, uh, but they're not used. And the more attractive the woman, the better this works usually. 
they're not used to people, especially attractive women, saying things like, you know, I could take you or I could leave you. They're used to guys falling all over them, spending mm-hmm. as much money yeah. as they can. So you're setting yourself apart as being different. If this yeah. is a woman you're interested in, and I'm going to assume that you went on a date or two before you bring this stuff up, or you can be brought up right away, too. But you're going to be interested in her for whatever reason. It could be simply sex. And always be honest about that, too. And by, by putting this sort of thing out there in the front, you are being honest. And she's a grown woman. She can choose to go out with a guy who says, I'm not emotionally available right now, or she can choose not to. I think this is a best phrase made for guys who are not emotionally available right now. Hmm. Well, and, but that's, here's the great thing about that phrase, right now. Now, let's say this woman turns out to be the love of your life, and you can tell. Well, all of a sudden, you can decide to be emotionally available. Indeed. Yep. Indeed. It Interesting. Is, it is not an untrue Words statement at any do. point, right? Whether I agree with you or not, Surreal, you always have interesting things uh, to say. And I, I believe right. that uh, that you are very effective at uh, the, the things that you're attempting to do, which appears to be sleeping with as many women as, <laughs> you, possibly, as you possibly can. <laughs> Life is always fun. <laughs> so, Surreal, now, uh, what what is your current dating status? What, what are you doing these days? Surreal has many, many girlfriends, of course. He always does. There are some special ones, and... I'll leave it right there. How do you handle that? I mean, it seems to me that one woman is quite uh, quite a handful in many in many ways. Like to deal with more than one at the same time, that sounds like a real juggling I'll, act. Well, I'll tell you. Here's the advice about that: if you're going to have more than one girlfriend, you're really going to have to give your time sparingly, and this is for her to not break her heart. Women will fall for you because you're so cool and they want to be with you all the time. So you can only be with them once. They'll fall for you because you're so cool. Once or twice a week. That's it. Anymore, you're you're sending boyfriend signals. Hmm. And I would suggest that if you want one to be your girlfriend, then send her boyfriend signals and dump the rest. Always be honest. If you're just interested in sex, make sure that's abundantly clear to her and she can choose whether she wants to go on that adventure and describe it as an adventure. This is something you can do if you're adventurous. Kids and always give wear her a permission. <laughs> yes. And give her permission to be the naughty girl she always wants to be. Oh, surreal. Thank oh, you for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. We need uh, the, the female version of Surreal, like somebody to uh, to counter Surreal. I mean, Stephanie's a good I was going to say, what's the female version of Surreal? I mean, <laughs> like, any, like women have trouble finding men that are willing to sleep with them. This is a good point. All right, we're out of time for tonight. But you can join us tomorrow because we do this thing seven nights a week. And we're also always over at freetalklive.com. Where do you want to go today? It's the 1,000 Places Travel Minute with Patricia Schultz, renowned travel expert and author of the number one New York Times bestseller, 1,000 Places to See Before You Die, with one more place to add to your traveler's life list. Fez in Morocco is one of my thousand places to see before you die. Fez is Morocco's oldest imperial city and has been the country's intellectual, cultural, and religious center. When it comes to visiting, it's perhaps best known for Fez el-Bali, its large, sprawling, walled medina. With 9,500 streets and by some accounts over 180 miles of alleys, the medina is crammed with every conceivable sort of workshop, market, and restaurant. Fez el-Bali is a delicious assault 
of sights, sounds, and smells with dye pits, tanneries, butcher shops, tiled fountains, mosques, palaces, spice markets, madrasas or religious schools, and a legion of persistent rogue merchants. It will all seem overwhelming, so consider hiring an official local guide. For more tips and information on the very best places to visit on your travels, please visit Patricia Schultz at 1000places.com. Do you know over 6 million people a year visit the Eiffel Tower? What you may not know is that just around the corner is a hidden cafe with the best croissants in Paris. When you travel with Trafalgar, you'll travel with an insider who will show you must-see sites and share unique experiences. So call 1-866-544-4434 today for a free brochure or visit us at Trafalgar.com. See the world from the inside with Trafalgar. Trafalgar. 